coming up this month on No Quarters, we shoot all the things. It's Cod Space, Titanfall, Gears of War, Mafia. Shooty hoops. Enjoy. Welcome to No Quarters, episode 86. Woo! Woo. Woo, indeed. <laughs> Apparently, it's a motherfucking video game podcast. I, I you, Someone usually that. says that. Yeah. I don't have to. No. But, right. But your turn. Yeah, it is my... I, I've never said it before. There you go. <laughs> never, ever. But anyway, I'm Mackie. Oh, uh, I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And BJ took the, took the night off. Uh-huh. He didn't realize we would all be here drinking. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. So he missed out. This is... He's- pretty yeah. funny it's kind of it's kind of ironic yeah it, it, it is. is a little bit ironic that we're all drinking and he's not here but oh man man that irony yeah <laughs> who irony but we got man it, like, we need to just get right to it because we've got a shit ton of games we took an extra week and that extra week suddenly blew we played up the more list games, of games yeah. <laughs> that's because like all the games came out in that week yeah like... and target had a buy two get one free sale so mm-hmm. you guys were like all right we're buying games yeah um BJ not being here, he's the only one who played Battlefield One. Mm-hmm. So, but he loves it. Yeah, from, he does. From everything I know, it. he's really, really enjoying it. So, there you go. There's BJ's contribution for this episode. Yeah. Otherwise, uh-huh. let's start with Call of Duty. Okay. What is in it? In space. In, yeah. It, in the document, it's written Call of Duty space. Yes. But what is it? Infinite in- Warfare. Infinite Warfare. That's okay. correct. And it's got John Snow in it. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. And Nick and Nora. Mm. So, <laughs> what do you guys think <clears throat> of um, Infinite Warfare? Well, I believe all we've really tried is the campaign. Yes. Um, I'm about halfway through it. I jumped in a bot match only just to kind of see what the multiplayer mechanics were like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's Call of Duty. Okay. I mean, at that point, you're just... Pretty much playing Call of Duty with a little bit of jumpy boots, like from the last one. Jumpy boots, you know. So not that different. Okay. Um, but um, campaign-wise, however, yeah, I, I'd say pretty, pretty big differences. Yes. For for a Call of Duty game, I, mm-hmm. you know, it's mm-hmm. not a one eighty or some, you know, like what the hell is this? You know, it's not the free roaming God of War that we're promised upcoming. It's not quite that paradigm shift, mm-hmm. but you know, there is like a little bit more freedom in kind of what you do. Yeah. At what points in the game? So, um, I'm not trying to monopolize the conversation, no, no, no. but like I, I think I've almost finished the campaign. I was trying to finish it today, and mm-hmm. just uh, things happen. I just didn't get time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But uh, you're playing a single protagonist this time, so there's no switching people. There are characters that you interact with, but you're pretty much just playing one dude. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Nick uh, Reyes. Reyes. Yeah. Um and you're there, you're a pilot dude like basically mm-hmm. um you, you, so far far flung future. Yeah. Like so, like basically did they, ever, did they ever give it a, a year? They might real quick in the intro. The, the the setup for the game is real quick at the beginning. Right. Which is basically like okay, we sent out all these people to go colonize. 
and that was a long, long time ago. And they've been out there colonizing the shit out of yeah, things. sort of colonizing, but more like mining resources because we've used up all our shit. Yeah, so they're kind of like sounds about right. Deep space miners, and they, you know, yeah, kind of. I mostly, I guess, live in squalor. I suppose, mm-hmm. kind of, but also in turn, they've been mining and building and mining and building and mining and building, and now suddenly they've just got a massive fleet. Mm-hmm. And one day they're just like, you know what? Fuck Earth. Yeah, they're, they're let's space, go back and fuck that space place America. Up. Yeah. So are they the Geth? Or not of. the Geth. Was it the Geth or the well, the Geth were the Quarians? Like, Wasn't the Quarians in Mass Effect who were the ones who just it was a flotilla, and that's what they lived on? Yeah. Is it basically that same premise? They have some. They have uh, colonies. I mean, they colony. Have, yeah, like places. Yeah, but they're you know they've they've got other places to live, but mm-hmm. they are just they they build up this massive military, okay. and then they're just like yeah, fuck Earth, let's go fuck their shit up yeah and i mean we mm-hmm. probably don't necessarily want to get too into like the story i mean i guess we can talk about the very first level yeah i mean that's the first level yes i mean um, i'm just given the premise yeah so basically under the direction of uh evil space john snow mm-hmm. um they have decided to build this army and, and yeah they're kind of like you know they're a violent version of america forming of like yeah we're out here doing all this stuff giving you all our resources we have no rights so fuck you yeah and their version of it is uh, Earth is basically having what they call Fleet Day, which is everyone gathers in Geneva, has this big giant air show slash all the s- it's ships. It's like our Fleet Week. It's, yeah. it's like all, all the ships come home. And- basically, all, everybody comes here. All the military comes here, and they're like, attack them then. Yeah. Like, they basically take control of our anti-aircraft guns and shoot our own ships down on mm. Earth, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so it's... This is where I kind of got to get into some metaphors. This game is probably the closest... I know they've actually made these, but this is probably the closest to feeling game to a Battlestar Galactica game as yeah. you're ever going to get. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because basically when all this is said and done, there are two of the, you know, giant battle cruisers, battle stars, if you will. There mm-hmm. are like these giant, you know, space aircraft carriers and there's only two of them left. And like everything else has been decimated. Mm-hmm. And so it's like these two ships versus this entire giant fleet. Yes. Um, so from there, you know, you obviously story happens and whatnot, but you are kind of given this breakup in missions of there are story missions, which are usually kind of a mix of two things. And, and the big thing about this is there is uh, space combat, like dogfighting in this spaceship plane mm. thing. Yeah. So it's a spacecraft that operates mostly like a plane, except it can go sideways, backwards, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not, you know, we're not talking elite dangerous kind of controls here, but it's it's pretty good for a Call of Duty style game. I mean, it, it's serviceable and it, and it, you can maneuver it decently. Yeah, I mean, it it basically exists for dogfighting purposes in space, and I would say that stuff is kind of on the level of old Wing Commander and Colony yep. Wars type and stuff. Th- that was actually my very next is like this game also in many ways feels like the closest thing you're going to get to a wing a proper Wing Commander game yeah. ever again. Yes. So that that would be my hardest way of selling this game um because i do think it's pretty great and i mm-hmm. think you're pretty much in agreement on that yes absolutely um yeah if you ever were like man i wish i was a member of like the flight crew on the battlestar galactica that also used to get to go on ground missions too and shoot some shit with futuristic weapons mm-hmm. then this is for you and if you're ever like man i like just going out and kind of doing like these quick little missions come back get you know pick a new one and go do that it's very Wing Commander in that way because mm-hmm. you just kind of go to the 
captain's console and like, okay, here's the places we can go. Here's your percentage of you know chances of winning. And here's what you're going to basically unlock at slash fight. And you just kind of go around this map and say like, yep, I know this one's going to be a strictly a dog fighting mission. You know, I'm going to jump on my ship, go through the whole launch thing and go there. And, you know, these other ones that might be a mixture of a little bit of dog fighting, but mostly ground combat. Mm-hmm. And you just get to go through this galactic map. And well, there will be like there'll be like a dog fighting sequence and then you're like okay everyone out of your ships and you just kind of float towards some target which you then have to blast a hole in Mm -hmm. and then you just take over that that ship you just go into like the the cargo hold and just start shooting everything so Mm -hmm. it's mixed up it's different and i think i think one it works incredibly well uh and two it makes call of duty interesting Mm -hmm. again it's not just like okay what's the next shooty mission it's oh what's the can i go dogfight can i go do that mm-hmm. you know what am i gonna be shooting at the, i mean it's it mixes it up to a point where i think it makes that kind of game feel fun again mm-hmm. yeah. um it's like especially so you're after not like, shooting you're not shooting robots anymore also right uh, not as bad as black ops 3 got mm-hmm. where it just became weird future tech and it was just basically all like you're just shooting construction robots there are robots that you were shooting but there's also dudes lots of dudes and it's mm-hmm. the dudes who fucking attacked earth so mm-hmm. you've got that murder boner like right away just yeah. like you sons of bitches because i yeah. mean and it's also a call of duty so along the way if you forget why am i shooting all these dudes they give you reasons to oh, remember yeah. why yes okay <laughs> yes good it is very good about man john snow is a dick mm-hmm. he is a fucking dick like it's not just like oh we got a guy in here yeah you know? he, mm-hmm. he's making some sense yeah no yeah. he fuck that guy like, I can't wait to fucking space murder him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's going to be good. Um, so is it basically like you're killing space Nazis? Kind of. Yeah. I mean, yeah. really? I mean, you know, they, they try to argue that they have a point, but it's like, no. No, fuck your point. You see, you see what you did to Fleet Day. Well, yeah. fuck you. You know. Yeah. And I'm you impressed. They, Fleet Day. Yeah. They let Jon Snow use his accent. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. So that's good. Yeah. Um, so how do the guns feel in it? Uh, like I know we're supposed to, like I never played Advanced Warfare or Black Ops Three, so like my frame of reference is back in like Ghosts, which was pretty much, hey, here's a regular machine gun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. I would say that the the variety is interesting because um, now you have kind of like two classes of main classes of types of weapons. You have ballistic, which are your standard, mm-hmm. you know, guns, guns, mm-hmm. and then you have energy weapons, which are. I mean, you can use them against people and vice versa, but like they're slightly, you know, if you know you're going to be on a mission where it's going to be robot bot friendly, you know, mm-hmm. those kind of do a little bit more damage. Um, and I, I feel like the descriptions of them, because, you know, it's all it's all future uh, future fictional guns. Yeah, yeah. But they do a pretty good uh, job of explaining kind of what you're going to get before you even get it. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, all right, this is a submachine gun. It's very powerful, but good luck holding it still. Yeah, you know it's just, yes. it's going to fly all over the place, and it, it kind of mm-hmm. just tells you it's like yeah this this has a high kickback. You know it's it's for advanced shooters kind of thing. There's some cool tech with it too because when you pick up a new gun, it scans it basically, and all the guns that you get are basically 3D printed. Mm-hmm. You your armory is just like scan a new gun, and it's just like hey thanks for finding that gun in that last level, and you now it it's an interesting way to. You know, because the games will always be like, once you find a gun, then you always have access to that yeah. gun somehow. This is kind of interesting in that you you pick up a gun if you haven't touched it before. It just in it it immediately scans it, and then it's always in your army's database, so you can just go to the armory and mm-hmm. so scan it gives it you an incentive to pick up other yeah. weapons too. And there's something really cool that I am enjoying the shit out of in certain missions where you have one perk where you can take over robots, mm-hmm. and 
So you just basically take over the AI of a robot and suddenly you're on the opposing team and you can just murder everyone with your robot or the best thing to do, which is just to run into a crowd of them and self-destruct your robot <laughs> and just suicide bomb the other t- the other team. That is satisfying as shit, mm-hmm. especially if you're pinned down somewhere and you're like, I can't really move. It's like, OK, scan for robot. There's one. Mm-hmm. And then you're instantly like, I'm good here. Yep. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, it's, it's got some really it's got some really neat features. Yep. Um, and like I said, it, it to me, it felt like it revitalized a series that was severely needing it um, yeah. just because. I you know it's it's funny because I mean I know we don't have a a defender if if you will on the battlefield front of things mm-hmm. um, or side because there's also battlefront mm-hmm. um, <laughs> then but it, it's interesting to me that like they went back and Call of Duty went forward I mean I know they kind of been you know uh, advanced warfare was just like that it was you know it was that whole hypothetical all right here's ten maybe twenty years in the future mm-hmm. but this is like two hundred years in the future mm-hmm. yeah. um, kind of thing and. It's funny to me that like they were like, yeah, let's go back to battle, you know, World War One. We've never had a shooty game there, really. Um, and they're like space, yep. and so you know, there's. I'm not. I'm not trying to pick a side. I'm just saying like it's interesting that the, the two are so divergent in that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I'm surprisingly like I. I was expecting you know to be interested by space. I think the game has exceeded my expectations of, of goodness. Though, yeah. Too. I. I think. I mean, you know, I always buy these for the campaign. That's basically what I do. Mm -hmm. And Black Ops 3 was such a letdown. Advanced Warfare was okay. Okay. I'm the only one on the planet who likes Ghosts just because that game was really stupid. I like Ghosts. I played played the multiplayer of Ghosts more than any other Call of Duty I've ever played, which is sad. Um, That's a lot. Yeah. But I just think, like, the, the scope of this, I think the storytelling so far is really alternating between, like, well-written and the kind of bullshit you want. Yeah. Um, You've got a robot buddy, Ethan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Ethan is amazing. Yeah. Just a really, really strong character. Um, And I think the, I'm impressed by how well the game runs. Mm -hmm. I I, like the, the, the cutscenes are really amazing looking and you can obviously tell a difference between like, video game and cutscene tech but it's pretty close yeah and it looks really good like the facial stuff looks really good all there's nothing more satisfying than when you go out on a ship mission and it's just launching yourself out of this sh- out of this giant capital ship thing oh, that feels good it feels so good the, my only my only beef with it is about half the time mm-hmm they do a countdown mm-hmm. and it's like spot on. Yeah. And then the other time it's like you get in the ship and like you haven't even gotten to the position on the ship where you're like in the launch queue. Yeah. And she's like ready three, two, one, go. And you're like, no, you yeah. just broke. <laughs> I, I can't even ra- you know, ramp up thrusters yet. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. But like when it works right and you're there and you've ramped up thrusters and she's like three, two, one, go. And you hit that launch. It's like, fuck yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's because it, it feels like. To me, it just I, I could not stop thinking about like I am launching a Viper mm-hmm. right now. This is badass. Yes. It 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 hits all the right notes so far anyway for me. I, I think it's it's just super compelling. Yeah. And I haven't said that about a Call of Duty campaign in a while. Mm-hmm. So one interesting thing about it, and it's it's not even something they mention in the story, and I'm kind of curious about it. I wonder if this is so far in the future that all the like the bio enhancement stuff from the last few games has been so ingrained into people because there's so many moments where other characters are like, Hey, 
get over here and help me lift this giant metallic thing that's blocking our way. And you're like, yeah, okay. And you just go over and lift it up. Like, there's no reason for you to have this awesome super strength, but it just seems like you're mm-hmm. constantly moving giant pieces of metal out of the way without any effort whatsoever. Yeah, but that's also could be that whole whatever it's called, like the power suit, the, the thing exo you, yeah, suit thing. Yeah, the thing that lets you do, you know, boosty jumps and yeah. wall running and maybe, stuff. Maybe, maybe it's that. I don't know. It just. It, it, there are the all these moments where it's just like, hey, this giant piece of metal's in our way. Why don't you get over here and lift it for us? And you're just like, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah but I mean, it, it's it's weird. Like, I mean, like I said, I hate, hate to keep harping on the Battlestar thing, but it's like there is like almost like certain character parallels to other people. Like, there's basically, yeah, Gator is basically Gata from yes. Battlestar. Yes, <laughs> yes. I mean, it's it's like I said, it's just like it's it hits a lot of notes that you wanted to hit and. Mm-hmm. And like, I think enough time has passed where you're like, yeah, I'm ready for this. It's mm-hmm. not just like, ah, oh, you guys are ripping off Battlestar. It's like, no, this is all right. Yeah. <laughs> and like I said, I mean, I it, it took me until I was because like it, it's weird. Like you'll hit a main story mission and then like it'll unlock the next one, but you'll still have things on your map. And occasionally it's like, hey, you know, that main story mission, you know, you should probably get on that. But you're you know, you're kind of like, I want to do all these little side things. Yeah. Um, and it, it, it kind of took me just kind of sitting down for a session to clean out these side missions, which generally take five to 20 minutes you know they're, they're not very long mm-hmm. um i was just like man this really is giving me a wing commander vibe just like all of a sudden it just hit me i was like yeah i'm basically doing wing commander because i i just did like five of the fly missions in, in, in a row and, mm-hmm. and it was like yeah this is this stroking that original wing commander one and two vibe mm-hmm. pretty hard here yep yep it's so, good i'm glad you guys like it yeah so you didn't mess with multiplayer at all like like i said only to like fire up a bot match just to kind of yeah. see what the classes and abilities and stuff were mm-hmm. so, yeah. yeah they're they're pretty cool like i i like there's nothing too crazy off the wall from in the multiplayer that's not already in the campaign mm-hmm. um as far as like abilities uh and i like one of the things in the campaign you've got these little um spider grenade type things so the first like when you first get them, you just kind of throw them out there and they like look for the nearest enemy go attach themselves and then blow up um and then you can get a, sl- a slight upgrade to them where you can actually Kind of like the bot thing, you can sort of scan behind walls and say, "Okay, that's the guy I want you to okay. latch onto," so you can pick the guy that's like in the middle of the crowd. Gotcha. But uh, that's fun. You can get a little drone that follows you around and shoots dudes for you. And there's like a tack shield, like, mm-hmm. but it's like a cool one, like, yeah, just like materializes out of nowhere, kind of mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, they they got some cool abilities, and um, yeah, I, I just was shocked that I actually liked this as much as I did. Um, side note, I, I got the, I think, did you get the, the special one with the yeah, Call of Duty 4 remastered? Yes, it did. Oh, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I only really played the first mission. We've talked about that game before, you know. A lot. Sh- a lot, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. It's a classic. Yeah. Um, I'll just say that, like, man, that is a, that is a full-on remaster. Like, they remade that game in the new engine. It hmm. looks damn good. Like, I was shocked. I was just like, oh, I was just kind of expecting this. The, the, no, like, they went through the whole game and, like, remade it. I mean, you know, nice. kept the, I'm sure the voice acting and some mm-hmm. assets, but it was just like, nah, throw this in Unreal Engine five or whatever the hell we're on now. Hmm. Like, yeah, it looks it looks damn good. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So the other game I picked up in Target's little buy two get one is mm-hmm. uh, Titanfall two. Yeah, yeah, I remember Titanfall. I Man. vaguely remember Titanfall. Yeah, I remember I bought an Xbox One to play that. Yeah, yeah that was that was the For game. For like two days, that game was like. Got us jazz like watchdogs <laughs> for a thing. Yeah. yeah. Um Yeah. I had fun with Titanfall. Yeah. It was fun. It just like it was just limited. Uh-huh. It wasn't 
it didn't stick. Yeah. Mm-mm. It was just like, this is fun, but it, there, there was no, I hate to say not, it, it wasn't addictive, but mm-hmm. it just, it, it was fine. It wasn't like I was like, man, I can't wait till we all get together and play again. It yeah. was just kind of like, eh, I'd play that again. Tightfall. Yeah. So much like Call of Duty, I mostly, actually, I pretty much completely focused on the campaign of this, and I finished the campaign on this. Mm-hmm. Um, Titanfall 2 is fucking amazing. <laughs> All um, right. That's good to hear. And <laughs> it's from the people that made Call of Duty 4. It's, <laughs> yeah. It's bizarre because, like, the biggest problem with Titanfall 2 is that Titanfall 1 is Titanfall 1. Like, if Titanfall 2 had been Titanfall 1, that game would sell a billion copies, and we'd probably be on the third. It'd be an it'd be an annual game now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, like it's really damn good, and the the like I like the I like the campaign in in Call of Duty. I fucking love the campaign in Titanfall. All right, um, like it is it is just strong and like epic moment after epic moment, and there's a section that kind of conjures almost a portal like vibe, mm-hmm. like where you're you know suddenly you're given a whole new mechanic and it's like oh like what does this do now like how does this affect playing and kind of doing the sort of runny jumpy puzzle thing <laughs> um and it's it's like it's it's good because it's like it comes at like that right moment where you're like you know every game where you're like yeah i'm kind of doing the same thing i'm a little more powerful i got a few more things and all of a sudden it's like hey here's a whole new mechanic i will say there are there are ways you could detract from this game where Yes, almost every level is pilot stuff, pilot stuff, pilot stuff, Titan stuff to mm-hmm. end the level. Sure. Okay, I'll give you mm-hmm. that. I, I even noticed that at a certain point. I was like, yeah, I bet this is probably going to end with me getting my Titan and fucking some shit up. And then <laughs> I have a reason to get back out and uh-huh. run around for a while on foot. Okay, sure. But you know what? Like, the Titan should feel like a reward that happens at the end of a thing. Like, it should just be there all the time because yeah. then, you know, it's... It's the old... You have to earn it. It's the old Avengers equation of like, well, since they're friends, why the fuck do they just call her friends for every single problem? Right. You know, like, why would we have any other Marvel movies when they can just call the Avengers and take care of this? Mm-hmm. Well, if you have a Titan, why would you ever get out of it? <laughs> Except for the fact that, you know, oh, well, the doorway's too small. Titan can't go through there. <laughs> right. Okay, get out. Makes sense. You know, but no, like I, like I said, it sounds like I'm making fun of it, but no, like this is such a good campaign the the character the titan character bt um is fun but like not in the way that like ethan out of call of duty is fun he's just he's fun in that like how would you talk to a robot and <laughs> how would the robot respond and it would be funny because you know like going back to marvel it'd be like the drax thing where you say something and he's just like i don't understand right you know you're like, you know, because like there's, you know, there's a point like you have kind of like slight dialogue options, you know, when you're talking mm-hmm. in this. Um, and of course, one of them is something you know, he's like, man, that was a tight spot. And, or you know, he says like that, that was a very intense battle or something like that. You could say that again. That was a very <laughs> intense battle, you know, <laughs> just, you know, the kind of things you expect mm-hmm. a right. robot to not understand. Exactly. Um, but like it still makes you care about the character, you know, even though it's just a big fucking giant robot. Um. Yeah, but I, I, I didn't even honestly. I, I never even fired up the multiplayer because I just finished the campaign yesterday. Uh-huh. Um, so it's it's good. It's smooth. I have to imagine the campaign or the multiplayer is a little bit more interesting because, as I understand it, there's a there. 
I think there were three basic mech or you know Titan types in the first one. Mm-hmm. This one, everyone basically kind of has the same Titan, and you just kind of go with a, a spec loadout, so you don't have that like, oh well, I've got the fast one, and right. I can just jump behind you every single time. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's everyone's kind of playing on an even playing field. Maybe I could be wrong. Multiplayer may still have some of that, but mm-hmm. in the main game, it's just like at at pretty much any point you can go like, no, I want this configuration, and I don't know, he just magically makes the new weapons and whatnot appear. Sure. Um, <laughs> Doesn't matter. Three D prints, video games, sure, yeah. yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's really fun. I mean, I, I I will give multiplayer a try. It's just I haven't had time. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, Titanfall two, like, it's just shockingly good. Like I said, if it's, I feel like not enough people are going to play this game because of Titanfall one, and also when it came out, like, yeah, smack yeah. dab in the middle of oh the, yeah, of right the, between Battlefield yeah, one like, and you know, Call of Duty, you have sixteen hundred pounds of gorilla to deal with on either side of you. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a shame, but uh, no segue here. But another big one that came out: Gears of War four. Oh yeah, more guns, shooty, shooty, more shooty. Yeah, um, yeah, uh, we both got codes that we uh, basically if you buy. Yeah. Well, at this point, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you buy a game on Xbox One digitally, you get it for Windows mm-hmm. ten as mm-hmm. well. Well, yeah, as long as it's like a Microsoft Store game, you know. Yeah, yeah, it, it, for Microsoft published games. Yes. Right. So this was the second one we did where, you know, Forza Horizon 3 was the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Gears 4. Uh, all we really had time, at least all I had time to mess around with was Horde Mode mm-hmm. with you. And, man, uh, like, it took me a few minutes to remember the controls for everything. But once I did, it's like, oh, yeah, I have a gun with a chainsaw on it. Yep. And... It, th- I yeah. think I think what makes that game good is the sound design. That it's, that it's makes that it, game yeah. satisfying as fuck. Because <laughs> when you just when you're just shooting at a guy and all of a sudden you catch the headshot right and you just get that that pineapple crunching sound mm-hmm. and then the guy kind of stumbles and falls and it's like it's never not satisfying. And, and I think that's the biggest part of why Gears of War will always work for me is that they've just figured out how to make all that fun and not terribly frustrating. I mean, we were playing on a lower difficulty level, but yeah, it's but still like two player horde is not the ideal way of going. <laughs> no. Cause once the Brumac showed up at the 10th wave and the thing is, you know, 40 feet tall and stomping around with mini guns. Yeah. I think horde is now meant to be played with five or six. I, I believe yes, so. Five, five. I think. Yeah. It used to be four. Yeah. But I mean, it, it plays like gears. It looks like gears. But man, it's still fun. Like, like there's just no other way to put it. Is just getting in that horde mode. Even though they've kind of, they kind of changed it somewhat, where you have a, a loadout that mm-hmm. you have to drag around, and then you pl- you plant it. When you plant it in a spot, that's when the swarms start coming. So there's a strategy to knowing the map and knowing, okay, if I put this here, then I can eventually, you know, buy turrets and mm-hmm. other stuff. Because whenever you kill enemies now, they drop credits. Or energy. Or energy, yeah. which you have to collect and then run it, you know, eventually you run it back to the, to the, the pay, the payload thing uh-huh. and you bank the credits and then, you know, so you could pop up a turret mid, mid wave. Mm-hmm. So it's, there's a little bit of strategy to it. I like it certainly better than um, yeah. the way it was last time where it was just Three like. Three was like super build heavy. Like you, you are defending a little makeshift base and, you know. Yeah. It kind of felt like zombies in Call of Duty, where it's like, no, you need to hang out here and reinforce everything and just 
that's how you play. Yeah. And, and we just, I think we just, we put the payload in the wrong place as far as for Probably. that. Cause you can move it between missions. You have like, you know, between waves, you got about 30 seconds to do it. Mm-hmm. And a character just basically, you you run up to it, hit Y and you can carry it wherever you want. You know, and then obviously if, if there's a place you can put it down, it's going to turn green. If not, it's red. But I think we just chose the very wrong spot to have that thing in when sure. the enemy spawned. Yeah, but, who, who knows? <laughs> but yeah, but that game, like, still looks great. It's, it's, the load times kind of suck on Xbox One, though. You know, that, that was, bit, yeah. yeah, it took a long time. But otherwise, I mean, it's more Gears. I, I haven't played any of the single player, so I don't know how the story kind of yeah, um, ties in at I, all. I haven't played a ton of it, but... It's a number of years after Gears 3. Um, so basically all the war is done. You know, like, I mean, I guess it's a little bit spoiler, but I think we've had some time. You know, Gears yeah. 3 basically ends with, like, a locust bomb. You know, they, they think they've eradicated the... Well, evil. they killed the queen. Yeah. Which yeah. is supposed to end everything. Well, they also had, like, a didn't they have, like, a pulse or something that supposedly yeah, killed them all? Yeah, anyway. I kind of remember so, that. So, like, essentially, you know, they're like, yeah, we won, and... It's, you know, now 20, 30, 40 years later, whatever it is. Um, and, you know, th- things are good, except the the mil- what, like what was left of the cog became a government sort of thing and, mm-hmm. and kind of inherently went evil with yeah, anything. It got oppressive. Yeah, kind of, you know, with anything that's military based first. Mm-hmm. Um, it got a little oppressive. So you've, you've kind of got some outsiders are like, yeah, thanks for saving our lives, but we're going to go live out here on our yeah. own. Leave us the fuck alone. Um, so you're kind you're kind of playing as like one of those outsiders, you know, and you're fighting robots, like more than the monsters, the locusts yeah, from the original. In the beginning, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. Spoiler: the locusts come back because it's fucking gears war, and what yeah. else would you do? But, huh. Well, and it's not as satisfying. You don't get that crunch when you shoot a robot. You sure, apart. you sure don't. No, <laughs> but like you know, early on in the, in the level, it's like, hey, we're gonna go. I can't, I can't remember. It's not called the IMF because that's. Mission Impossible, but it's, <laughs> you know, whatever the, the, the U, UNC, I don't know what the fuck it's called, yeah, whatever the, the organization is, yeah. mm-hmm. like they, you're like breaking into one of their old bases, like, yeah, let's go loot this place, there's nobody there, mm-hmm. and there's, you know, robot guards, and of course you wake up and have to fight a bunch of robots, Yeah, but yeah, I mean, that's, it's it's gears, you know, I mean, it's, you walk along, you know, in, in-game cutscenes, and then push a button because some crazy thing is happening, and mm-hmm. then fight. I mean, it's it's still gears. It's just it looks damn good. Mm-hmm. You know that's that's the difference. Is it's it's next gen as fuck. You know, it's like it's, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know, obviously, it's like they they knew they. I will say this, you know, when you have a single platform, I mean, we're not counting PC, you know, but when you're building for a console, let's say, they're going to optimize the shit out of it for mm-hmm. that device, and yeah. that's all they have to do. You know, so. And they're just like, yeah, well, have a beefy fucking computer and you can run it on there, too. That's that's their new motto. It's like, yeah, we're building it for the <laughs> Xbox One, but you're going to need like almost twice the power on the PC to run it the same thing because we don't really care. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can make it look damn good on the PC. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, but, you can. Well, actually, I, I, I can attest I, yeah, to that. Yeah, I, I would say, actually, you know, it's not their fault. They probably worked closely. But if you have an NVIDIA card, it's going to look good as shit because it was a giveaway game. And anytime mm-hmm. you get a something that was packed in with a video card, it looks damn good on that model or that brand video card. Yeah, mm-hmm. because we, that's how we got our codes. We bought them from one of the sites uh, yeah. where it popped up. They had them for $45 and we're like, all right. all right, let's do it. And it was all shady. So I'm like, I'm using PayPal just to be sure here. Yeah. And yeah, when the PayPal went, PayPal went through, it went to Glory Profit Industries <laughs> Limited. 
Yeah, so we we supported some terrorism. Yeah, as in profit, P R O F I T. Oh, oh shit! I never learned to read. Yeah, and I was like, as soon as that went through, I was like, I am never getting my forty five dollars back, and I'm never getting my code. <laughs> but then an email came through with a code, and I'm like, oh sweet! So I plugged the code into uh X- to the Xbox.com site, redeem a code area, and it's not reading it. Mm-mm. And I was like, mother. Fucker. Well, that's because you weren't reading it. Yeah, it I didn't read the email. It which, clearly said you have to go to yeah. NVIDIA.code. I like that them. NVIDIA uses the same number of, you know, mm-hmm. the same the same uh, pattern of right. of code as Xbox does. Hmm. But yeah, we, we basically got the 1070, 1080 redemption codes. Yeah. Somehow. Don't know how they got them. I mean, I... Yeah, I, game I, still works. So, Yeah. yeah. But yeah, Glory Profit Industries. <laughs> I was like, wow, that is, yeah. Mm-hmm. But hey, they work. Yeah, we, we have, know, we we have copies of that, yes. Oh, uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I, I played most of the campaign on the PC. It looks damn good because we mm-hmm. both have NVIDIA cards. So mm-hmm. yeah, optimized to hell on that thing. Even though I don't have the new one, I'm just saying they still work. Yeah. yeah, NVIDIA code, we got that. But I mean, Forza, not an NVIDIA packing game, still looks good on the PC, but mm-hmm. not the... Not quite as smooth as Gears of War. Yeah. Gears of War was just like, yeah, NVIDIA, pff, turn it all up. You yeah. got this. They, yeah, they gave it all to NVIDIA. And we're yeah. like, all right, optimize your drivers, guys. Mm-hmm. Which they did. Yeah, seriously. It was just like, hey, every single thing, crank it up. Mm-hmm. So, yep. um, but yeah, no, it's it's a good game. You know, it's it's if you're, you know, it's yeah, it's it, not changing anything. If you're you're either on board with Gears or not. And yeah, don't and, expect something and new. If, and if you haven't played a Gears since three or Judgment, then be prepared to hit X a lot for you know because you forgot how, where Reload is. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> X ain't doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, man, I yeah, just just Reload when they when they be like yeah, nice mm-hmm. when when you hit the Reload just right, and they'll talk shit after they pop somebody's head. It's yeah, the sound in that game is is. For me, what sells all of it. Mm-hmm. So speaking of sound, Chuck. Oh, yeah. oh I get it. Uh, we upgraded to Rock Band Rivals. We sure did. Brand new DLC. Yeah. $30 DLC. So wait, this is not a standalone game? You still it have It is have... now. Oh, okay. Now it's just, that's what yeah, you get. Yeah, if you buy Rock Band 4, you're, you're basically, you buy Rock Band Rivals now. I'm so- Okay. It, it's an expansion for Rock Band 4, but it's basically... So you have to put Rock Band 4, the disc in. If I buy Rock Band Rivals digitally for Correct. $30, I'm yeah. not buying the full game. You're right. buying DLC. Yeah. All yeah. right. Sorry. It's a giant patch. Okay. Basically. Yeah. Um, With a couple new modes. Did not come with any new songs. Let's note that. No. If you pre-ordered it, you got 10 new ones, but right. now, they're, now they're on the store. Yes. But... Yeah. It's, it's new modes. It's got Rivals mode, and it's got Rocky Drama mode. Yes. And promises of other modes to come. Yeah. Is Rock You Drama like a story? Like, really? Yes. Yep. Oh, God damn it. It is It is one long um, behind the music episode. Uh, you know that's my fucking jam, right? <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> I told you we were going to talk you into this shit. Yeah. It's basically... So it's what the story mode of the game should have been to begin with. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. make your band and it's just... It's this one long documentary about the rise and fall of your band. And it's like you start playing these shitty gigs and you're you're playing, you know, you're just going through sets and mm-hmm. doing that stuff. But interspersed between that, you're getting interviews with a few real but mostly fake industry people talking about your performances and, you know, the 
mentality of the band and and their place in the rock and roll. Now, see, I haven't messed with it, but does it seem dynamic? Parts or does it, it seem all canned? Well, ninety nine percent of it is canned because it's all actual video. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it's tailored to. I mean, you will see. They will illustrate it with images of your band doing something weird, and it's the band that you have created. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, your character is highlighted. Uh, so it's basically like it, like if you're going through it playing guitar, and it's always like, well, the guitar player was just a little bit better than everyone else. And so they'll tell a little story mm-hmm. highlighting that. Okay. Um, so, I mean, there are some places it can go that is different depending on the composition of your band and which instrument you're playing. Yeah. But the stories, for the most part, are you know going to be the same Mm -hmm. so but it's it's a good i mean it's it's tongue-in-cheek but they are also not winking at the camera either yeah so and most of them are harmonics employees you know but they're surprisingly good no one feels out of place they've cast it well i guess Mm -hmm. you could say um but yeah that mode's fun um i'm about halfway through it yeah Um, i i did not start it i've only been doing rival stuff yeah that's the other big mode. Yeah. Rivals. Rivals. Which is the thing we've wanted all along. <laughs> mm-hmm. It is It is weekly challenges. Okay. As in you have a full six days to... It, it, the way it works is you put together a team. Yep. A squad. Mm-hmm. And you are competing against other squads. Mm-hmm. And the main part is they pick three songs with a common theme. Uh, one week... The first week, what was it? I don't even remember now, but the second week was first week was all songs that had love in the title. Yeah. Songs with love in the title. And so they'd give you three, three songs that are on disc that had love in the title. Mm -hmm. And then if you chose, you could go into your DLC catalog or whatever, you know, basically go into the menu where you're choosing songs Mm -hmm. and it would just filter it automatically to all the love songs. And then uh, the second week was songs that started with C, uh-huh. which we were like, eh. Yeah. They were like, we were like, wow, that you guys went to that one a little too early. <laughs> really clever, guys. Yeah. And then uh, last week's was songs, songs with songs with animals in either the band name or the song name. Yeah. But does Def Leppard count? It did. Yeah. The Bee Gees counted. Uh, really? <laughs> the fuck is a Bee Gee? B. Oh, my uh, God. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Well, and we fi- and, and we we figure it's, <laughs> that it's makes me sick. It, we figure it basically ties into whatever the DLC is that week. Because like Hootie and the Blowfish yeah. was the DLC. Yeah. So you know, of course, those songs are immediately going to be able. But they pick three on disc songs that are kind of like your main. Your, everyone your has bread and butter. Yeah. Because you're going to want to play. You want to get. You're going to want to get the highest score in each instrument on those three songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, there's there's two metrics that that you're shooting for each week. One is your total score as a as a group mm-hmm. on those three spotlight songs. Yep. That gives you one ranking. The other ranking is XP, and you get XP on all the songs that fall into, that, that qualify for the category. So it averages those two, and then the scale is kind of weighted depending on how many other bands are, and then that determines if you move up, mm-hmm. you stay where you are, if you drop back down a tier. Yeah. So, but, but the problem is like, if you didn't play those three bass songs, Uh your XP is practically worthless on all the other ones. Right. So you have to be able to do something on those songs. Uh And once I have my drums, because my PDP has still not released the USB adapter, which is frustrating me because I just have to, I've had to do vocals for everything, which Uh I'm getting better again. You know, it's like I've, I've gotten back into. Yeah. So I got some Cheeves. 
Yeah. Some, some vocal I, I, chiefs. I got, yeah. And I finally figured out how freestyle vocals work. Oh, okay, good. Where it's basically, you can sing them in a different octave. You basically, you have to have the movements mm-hmm. correct from what I could tell. Okay. Like I did it by accident on that Mumford and Sons song. Okay. Because I was just like, I couldn't keep up with it, but I knew kind of like the melody. So I was singing along to that and... That's when the little orange bar would keep filling up. And I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So even though I'm not on their pitch exactly, as long as I'm singing it with, with you know, the correct movements in the in the meter, it seemed to recognize it. So yeah, that helped because I that had always baffled me in the past. Mm-hmm. But it also doesn't, uh, it doesn't count if you try to do harmony versions of the songs. It oh, says okay. you can do this, but it's not going to count towards your score. Gotcha. I guess because, you know, certain songs, if you do a harmony, you can get your score higher. You know, if yeah, because there's a oh, harmony because it, it goes longer, yeah. like yeah. while the guy shuts up. Okay. Yeah, I think it could it can mess your score, hmm. like, not mess your score up, but you'd be able to get a higher score. Yeah, so they they re- they restrict it to solo. Yeah, because solo well, vocals that makes sense though, because I mean you need a you know a constant. Yeah, you, you know if a harmony longer or shorter, you're gonna fuck with mm-hmm. the score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's it's weird that I had forgotten how much I enjoy singing on that. Like uh, some songs, not all. Like uh, there are plenty of songs where it's like, nah, fuck this, I don't want to sing it. Like the Arctic Monkeys one last week, I was like, "Ah, oh, no, yeah, yeah, this is not or anything with like talk rap, but you know, anything that has a talky part, it's like it just yeah, still, it still doesn't register well." Yeah, but, I, I did some of them, like the Rage song, I, I did all right, mm-hmm. uh, Bulls on Parade. But you know, the problem is when you're trying to do rap, you don't, you're never going to sound as good as Zach Taylor Roca sounds. You just sound like going, yeah, and you know, and you eventually end up doing that where it's like it's. It I gets, was pretty good. I was yeah, like, but, he was here. Yeah, but it gets too fast for you, and then you just end up eventually, you know, beakering it. And you're like, and you know, and as long as you're making a noise, it's going okay. You're good. Yeah. Which is how you can get the brutal achievement or whatever. Yeah. The well, my favorite mode. Was, was we used to robot every single rat talkie part because oh, that, yeah. that seemed like what picked up the best. Yeah. Yep. Intergalactic planetary. <laughs> well, it, it it seems like vocals. It's they've they've made it a lot better vocal wise mm-hmm. than it was like in Rock Band three and two yeah, and one. It seems like they've improved that. Yeah, and you can just wear a headset, which also helps for me. But you know, the, the problem with that again is I only do that when my wife's not home. Right. Because I know what it like, I know what it sounds like. Even though I'm hitting the right pitches and doing everything right, you know, mm-hmm. I'm switching octaves. I'm, you know, I'll do a falsetto for one part, and then all of a sudden I'm doing really low bit, and it just sounds fucking ridiculous. Yeah. So it, it's you know that's the trouble with that mode is, it, well, that and drums too is it's like I don't want to annoy anybody else in the house, so I can only play these at certain times. Well, yeah, <laughs> before my wife gets home from work. Basically. That's why I play guitar and bass is because of shame. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> that, that would be such a true statement if, if you were just strictly saying bass mm-hmm. well I just mean like I would look ridiculous trying to do drums I just feel like I would look ridiculous and singing good god you know everyone would have to be out of the house for me to sing yeah this that, is that's pretty do, much how it works for me this is why you need to drink more Chuck you just, I know you I'm working on it a fuck about I'm that. halfway through this great so yeah yeah, but maybe yeah. If you guys want to mm-hmm. hit some karaoke, but no, but bars. but rivals has kind of brought me back into. I want to check it each week. I want to yep. play that, and yep. you know, we have a few people in our uh, in our crew. We have four, four out of the ten, yeah, available. So uh-huh. if you want to join, it's just no quarters, right? Yes, no quarters. Great. Yeah. So someone will probably join before I can get the <laughs> get the upgrade to this or whatever. Oh no, there's six more slots. Oh okay. Yeah, you're good. You yeah. got. Yeah, I have time. Yes. Yeah, I but think, uh, I think Kyle, who was in the chat earlier, he's I think he's on our squad. Okay. Um. Uh, somebody i cardar i don't know who he is mm-hmm. i think he was friends with you yes i believe but so. he's 
fucking awesome at basically everything from yeah. what I saw. Like he was playing expert pro drums and getting gold stars. stars. Yeah, getting gold stars. Like, all right, yeah. yeah. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, like, even if like I could still play and get XP for the team. Yes, and that you know, and it's like even though okay, he just fucking destroyed it. Mm-hmm. Like I can still play, and it's still gonna count towards our score. It's yeah. gonna help our XP, which boosts everything. So well, it's I mean, not like it's. It's not like okay, the four best guys have already logged their scores. And why, why bother? Yeah, you no, know, you it, still it, get something for it. Yeah. Um, and then also, like you know, if someone will run through it and get like four stars on expert, and I know that if you get like five stars on hard, mm-hmm. you could probably yeah, surpass that better, score. Yeah. So that's even that is worth giving it a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, and you get extra XP for full combos. Mm-hmm. So technically, if like you're really bad, you know, you could do medium, get a full combo, and still get a lot of yep. XP for doing it. So you get a bonus if you're like the first person to play that song for your group. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, there's a lot of incentives to do a bunch yeah. of stuff, and you have an XP meter for yourself. Yeah, which doesn't really seem to affect anything, as far as I can tell. I don't. I would think it would like. There's no. I haven't gone into character creator or anything. Mm-hmm. Is there any of that? Like, is, is there anything new? It doesn't really display. There's no, exci- except for the numbers going up, there really doesn't seem yeah. to be any, like, Because I would think that would awesome. be like, all right, you've unlocked this outfit yeah. or something. Yeah, no. You know, they should be giving you some. It's still, it It feels like it made Rock Band what it should have been at launch. Yeah. It makes Rock Band 4 feel like, okay, you've complete, like, it's a complete game now. It's yes. not, like, practice mode is back in. Because, yeah. I mean, come on. Yes. Why was it not? Yeah. Well, like they fixed the menu font. I mean, you know, like it yeah, looks and you like you don't have that that little gig that starts up in the beginning right, where, right. you know, every time I run it, Ted's accountants would come yeah, up and I'm like, yeah. all right, skip that. Yeah, it, it seems like rid of that. it's like, the game it should have been when it launched. Mm-hmm. So essentially, because this is DLC, like it just rebrands Rock Band 4. Yeah. It is like, yeah, you start it up now and it's Rock Band. It's Rivals. a major expansion. Okay. All the old stuff yeah, is still icon there. says Rock Band Rivals. Yeah. So, um. It's basically version 2.0 yes. of the game. Yes. So, so essentially, like, I, I know this is so dumb, and I know Mackie cares nothing about it, but are your character customizations all back, like all that dumb shit, or is it still kind of limited? It's still kind of limited, and their excuse is still like, oh, it's a new engine, so we didn't, we haven't rebuilt stuff. But in the Rocky Drama section, you are earning costumes, and there's a bunch more arenas. They've added yeah. a bunch of arenas that unlock during Rocky Drama, so... They're working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know why. I, for the few moments you actually see your guy in Rock Band when you're not just staring at dots coming down the st- screen, yeah. I, I liked dressing my guy in the yep. stupidest oh, yeah. thing possible. Yeah, I, I will admit, yes, I, yeah. I normally don't care about character customization, but in that game, I, I had a lot of fun. Like yeah. when we were all wearing our skeleton costumes right. and just doing yeah. dumb stuff yeah. like or, that. Yeah, that was almost even the best of like, okay, let's all dress like a band. You yeah. Know? <laughs> yeah. Oh, and the best. Okay, so I forgot about this. The Like the first section of Rocky drama when you're starting out, you're just playing like YMCA's and shit with one person in the crowd. So they've gotten a harmonics person who is just shouting dumb shit at you while you're playing like your first set. Oh yeah. So it, there's no crowd noise or anything because there's no crowd. It's literally just a dude in the crowd oh, man. and you're really just trying to win him over. That's all you're trying to do. And mm-hmm. he just becomes so in love with you <laughs> as the better that you do. It is. It, I was laughing yeah, playing songs. I, Th- I'm, I'm playing the songs and just laughing at this that's guy. That's a really smart way to do yeah. it. He's just shouting the dumbest things yeah. at you. But with all that said, like, <laughs> I don't know if it's like a $30 expansion. 
it's it's kind of a bummer that I had to pay an extra thirty bucks to kind of complete yeah. the game that I paid sixty bucks for. Yeah, I, well, I, more than that. With especially the when you can buy the game now for sixty dollars and mm. get all of it. Oh, see, all right, so here's yeah, that's, it's like the early adopter tax is yeah, what we yeah, pay. But on it. but I don't regret spending it. But no. I can't. Unless you really love Rock Band, I can't recommend you spend that thirty bucks right now on it. Yeah, I but got, but Rivals is good. It is like, like yeah, it, it has is. brought me back into. I want to check this game regularly now. Yeah. I, I guess my problem is is they promised a lot of these things were going to be added to the game. They mm-hmm. made yes. it sound like free. Yes, and then all of a sudden it's like, ah, let's hold off and make it a big giant thing and charge for it. And like I get it. I mean, I understand that like. Rock Band They're is, trying to keep the doors open. Right, now. I know. Like Rock Band is like kind like we're kind of paying the please keep this game genre afloat tax. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like Pinball Arcade. Yes. As much as we bitch about Farsight, it's like if they were gone, if, I'd be hugely yeah. if not us, whom? Exactly. You know, kind yes. of thing. Like it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like there we're, there's enough there's a small there's enough of an asshole market in our fandom enough that's just like virtual pinball fuck you that like us that are like i don't know it's pinball either way Mm -hmm. this lets me learn a table you know like just i know you suck at everything but here just keep keep try one day you'll get better like you know that's what i keep handing the money and it's like one day you'll get this i mean that's why i backed amplitude on on kickstarter Mm -hmm. i was Mm -hmm. like it's harmonics that'll probably keep them going a little while you know i mean i yeah, I don't. I didn't blink buying the expansion because I wanted a reason to get back into Rock Band, but it was just same like, here. It was like thirty dollars, guys. Come on, if I was not head over heels in love with your product, I would be upset. Yeah. And I get that a lot of people are upset, but I'm just like, you know, I'm yeah. fucking devoted to you, you I, jackass. <laughs> I, I am upset, but like not like to me. What thirty dollars is thirty dollars. Like I yeah. Yeah, by my hours spent to time ratio to money, mm-hmm. like fuck it, that's nothing in video game yeah. world. However, it's like you sold me more or less kind of a broken game mm-hmm. a year and a half ago. Really, you yeah. know, like that. Yeah. That's, and now you want me to pay you thirty dollars right. for the yeah. patch? That's that's kind of where I'm at. And yeah. and and really, I think what they should have done is the ten songs should have just come with every purchase of it. That would yes. make it, it should feel, not have been a pre-order. That, make, that would make it feel unless they're just all shit songs. I don't know what they are, but they're okay. Yeah, if you want to do happy again, closing time. Happy like Pharrell. Happy. Yep. Oh, yep. Okay. No, it's fun. In, it's it's fun in harmony. <laughs> yeah. actually, yeah. to sing the harmony like in it. But. Minute three of them just because yeah, I'm I know. Happy. Yeah, mm-hmm. fine song goes on a little too fucking. Long. Yeah, I agree with that completely. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean it's it's disappointing that it took that. But having bought it, I it's got me back into the game. So it's almost like hey, here's <laughs> you spent thirty bucks to re you know to get back your sixty that you yeah. spent before because I looked at the achievements I had. It had been over a year since I'd gotten any achievement in that game, yeah. which basically meant I had not played that in in any sort of serious capacity for over a year, Yep, mm-hmm. which that's bad for me in rock band. That's yeah. bad. And now I'm like two or three times a week since it has come out. I have played some rock band. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even if it's just going into the the challenge song, the challenge songs that you have in, in your library. It's just me going through my library like, oh, this song, I forgot I had this. And, you know, so, I mean, it's just it's gotten me to poke around at it and do other stuff. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I, I I guess at this point, I mean, I've invested in so much in, in Rock Band anyway, that either one day I'm going to finally disconnect my 360 that I probably if this is as close as we're going to get to a 
as close as, a, as we're going to get to a complete Rock Band 3 right. experience, right. I, I probably just need to give them $30. Yeah. Because one yeah. day my 360 or die, or I just finally unhook it. Mm-hmm. And that, like, honestly, Rock Band 3 is the only thing keeping my 360, 360 hooked up to my TV at this well, point. Well, you know, I would say, aside from the keyboard stuff, which they have flat out said is never, ever I, coming yeah, back. I don't care about that. There's really, I mean, and online multiplayer, which is coming, I think they said in December. They've really got it up to that. Okay. Like they've added all the sorting options back right, in. Yeah, and, the and rating. you can give it five stars. Yeah, okay. like then, the lighters. Yeah, but it's as yeah. much as I, I as I begrudge doing it, I will probably buy that. At some point. Yeah. I, I think it was also easy to dismiss because I just knew this is the deluge of game season. Mm-hmm. That I was yeah. like, I don't rock band. Yeah, full, I just did it in once. the summer. I, I gave my money in the summer, and I was like, all right, yeah, I don't yeah. have to worry about it now. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, and okay. there and there is an app. Uh, I don't know oh, if it's yeah. on Android. I know it's on iOS. Yes. But it's just a rock band app that will let you check your rival's crew and you can send messages and be like, hey, we need somebody to play some drums. Mm-hmm. You know, so. Yeah. And it's pretty good about not bothering you. It'll it'll hold scores until like the morning. Mm-hmm. Like if someone's playing super late, it's not pelting you with with notifications. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, the app is not garbage. No. It does it, what it, it's, it's supposed to do. It's a solid app and yeah. it lets you keep track of where your, you know, where your crew stands. Mm-hmm. So. Achievements have been a little flaky to unlock on that. I will say, like, if you care about that, it's been really yeah. They've, odd. they've not worked as advertised, but uh, yeah. But if you're on Xbox, which is where we are, mm-hmm. and you get rivals, you know, just search for no quarters, two words. Yeah. Join us. We've yep. got lots of slots. Yeah, and we got <laughs> people playing at some pretty high levels. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've been trying to do hard and expert lo- vocals on everything, and. Cardar seems like whatever he plays on, he's playing on expert. So am I just going to bring the crew down if I join? No, you can't. No, you it, can't it hurt. keeps oh, the highest, okay. but you can give XP in the background. Yeah, like even said, the so. even attempting a song, even if you know you're not going to come anywhere close to it, you're still gaining XP. Well, because like I mean, I play pretty much exclusively hard drums. I can play expert up until about tier three. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, on the old school, like oh, okay, yeah. here's you know, say it ain't so. Yeah, okay. I can. Yeah. Well, well, the, the more the higher level dang, you dang. play at, the more XP you get <laughs> yeah. per star that you earn. So it's you know potentially getting a five star rating on a hard song is going to be way better than getting a three star rating on expert. Yeah. You know. So cool. it it they've done well for everyone can contribute no matter what. Yes. Cool. And the more people you have, of course, the more chance you have of okay, somebody's played every every one of the four sections on this on the spotlight songs. Mm-hmm. So. But yeah, enough of that. All right. Yeah. So speaking of, uh, fuck, I don't Let's know. Let's just go back in time. Nothing. Yeah. I got nothing. Yeah. Hey, speaking of good music. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, that's what I'll go with. Yeah. Um, I got Mafia 3 on the PC. Ooh. Uh, Mafia is a series that I think I played some of the first one, kind of more or less dismissed it. Mm-hmm. I honestly may have never touched it because... Did the very original one come out around the same time as the Godfather game? I'm pretty sure. I think they were like the same year or summer or whatever. So I think I confused which one I've played or played any of. And mm-hmm. I, either one, it wasn't very much. And mm-hmm. I just pretty much threw it off the Mafia series. Yeah. Okay. Well, luckily, I didn't get hyped too early. Um, I was told, hey, this Mafia 3 might be a thing. You should probably check it out. Mm-hmm. Just mere like month or two before it came out. So my hype train wasn't very long, but it was definitely going pretty strong. Because if you watch a uh, a trailer for Mafia Three, you're like, and and you know us, this seemed like everything I wanted to play in a video game. I seem to remember saying at some point that my dream game is a black exploitation Grand Theft Auto game. Yeah, and this is pretty damn close. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's set 
in the seventies, you play a Vietnam vet returned mm-hmm. home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're an orphan, so you have detective vision, yes, <laughs> or orphan vision, as we like to call it now. Mm-hmm. Go on. Um, and yeah, it's got a Saints Row style takeover territories, hold them and gain money kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Kind of all things that we really want. Oh, and by the way, you'll get to kill some extremely racist fucks. Yay! Yeah, um, when you boot up the game, there is a message that basically says, "Look, hey, <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, the language is going to be salty in this game. We debated whether to keep it, and it didn't feel fair to take it out. Right. So, yeah, basically, expect to hear the N word a lot, and yeah, that's and every derivative thereof, and yeah, everything and else. And you like, don't say anything anymore. Yeah, this is what we need to tell well, Lincoln's story. We used to not say it anymore. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So." The interesting thing is, like, I, I I actually really love that message. Like, you know, I know Assassin's Creed kind of yeah. pioneered the... Well, well, yeah, and the way we're saying it is not nearly as well worded oh, it's, it's, as it's, that. It's, that message is, like, perfectly it's, worded it's, Yeah, when it's, it comes it's up. poetic when it comes up. Like, Assassin's Creed, I think, was probably the first one where it was like, look, there might be things in here you can be offended of if, uh, by if you're someone who is easily offended. This is multicultural, yeah. multinational, multigender, multi-faith. Everything, everything is went together to make because you know hundreds of people worked on this, mm-hmm. and of all creeds and everything, and kind of the same thing here, except like to to sanitize it for today's market would be disrespectful for the people that suffered through it at the time because mm-hmm. history is history, good or bad, yeah. and it's disrespectful, I think, to alter history and you know yeah. modernize it good on you i mean like because like the thing is is like what you do with it to like you don't watch mad men and go fuck i think i'm sexist now (laughs) you know you're supposed to look at them and go fuck you guys like man this was a terrible time yeah you know like this is the same kind of thing you're not supposed to go like man suddenly i you know i didn't see color before but man i am a racist as fuck now that is not the idea like you are supposed to be playing somebody inhabiting their person and going Fuck you guys! You're evil. Mm-hmm. I'm going to murder the fuck out of you and give you justification for it. Mm-hmm. And the game game does that just so well, like yeah. right off the bat. Um, so setting wise, like it, it it's a 2K game. Um, it's a big giant open world. It's an amalgamation of more or less New Orleans in 1973, two two mm-hmm. or three somewhere around there. Um, it's not a real place because you know I, I whatever yeah would kind of that would might that might be disrespectful of like hey <laughs> New Orleans you're pretty shitty like that's just a video game yeah but, mm-hmm. you, know, you don't really we want to probably hurt their were, tourism right around we probably now. were but you know like yeah. whatever yeah. um so I, I get I get the fictionalized thing but like they have a real world soundtrack and it's fantastic now um it's realistic in that you're only going to hear it when you're somewhere where there's a radio or you're in a car and there's only like three stations, you know, you're not going to get the GTA. Like here's a, here's eight different stations playing all kinds of things you can possibly think of. Yeah. Um, but man, they got the licensed songs they decide to pick are, are solid. Like they pick some really good ones. Um, the problem is, and I'm sure everyone knows this probably before I barely even started talking about this. Mm -hmm. The game is buggy. The game was not done. <laughs> yeah, uh, they had a release date. Someone made them put it out, and I think I, you know, I, I thought we were getting to a point where people understood game delays and said, you know what, delay it if it's going to be broken, fix it. But apparently not. You know, I guess games still live and die by this. It's got to be out by Christmas, kind of thing. Right. 
even though this is an M-rated game that's like yeah, Christmas. not buying fucking for Christmas presents, you know, yeah. like that's that's the other thing. It's like know your audience. Like the people <laughs> that are buying this game are buying it for them damn selves. It doesn't matter if it comes out now or you know early spring. Doesn't matter mm-hmm. at all. So that's like South Park realized it. South Park game. Mm-hmm. They're like. Fuck, we care if we make Christmas. Yeah. This is going to be one of the most disgusting, you know, yeah. offensive games of all time. No one's buying it for their kids for Christmas. So, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> that uh, I really, really want to keep playing this game, but the game is fighting me. And mm-hmm. I had, I had the kind of recurring bug or feature or whatever you want to call it that I may be done with the game despite liking this the setting and what's happening and the and the mission ideas mm-hmm. so much but if i can't do your basic game i just don't have time for that I, you know i just when i keep retrying a mission and and feeling like i'm doing everything right and then the game is just like now nah, you fucked up just a little bit now nah, you're you're totally messed up and you're starting over like that I just don't have time. Like mm-hmm. my my personal example, and, and there's there's a bevy of bugs that you can look up about this game. Is I had a mission where it was go to this place, steal the boat that's loaded with drugs, and then drive it to the other place. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm dry, and the day night cycle in this game is just kind of random. You know, it's 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 <laughs> happening. It's not one of those like oh I play this at one o'clock in the night, so I'm always playing in the dark. Right. It's mm-hmm. not one of those like it's set to the real clock. It, it, but it, it's, and it's also not one that's like, oh, we're, I'll just wait five minutes. It'll be middle of the day mm-hmm. kind of thing. So it takes some time, but it's, it's just kind of random. Um, so I got kind of stuck where my game happens to be at night. I've got this boat with basically little to no illumination coming off of it. And the game has basically decided if you even like say the word aground, you've run the boat aground. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Like you can hit a tree stump and it's like, yeah, boat came out of the water. Mission failed, you know, uh, um, and it's I, I I must have retried it six times and just every I mean, I was driving the boat so slowly and I I grazed against a tree like a a root that was in the water and it was like not nah, mission failed, like uh, boats out of the water. Uh, so. I don't think I'll be playing more Mafia three. I may change my mm. mind, but like I'm going to need to hear there are serious patches. Mm. Yeah. Um, because it just sucks. Cause like everything about that game is so good. Like the, the, the facial animations are, are quite solid. You know, like the, the dialogue, the story that is happening is good. The music's fantastic. And man, they just, they made the city feel alive. Mm. Um, even I, I know GTA is fun, but it's, like this is interesting because it feels like a real city. GTA Five feels like it's a city full of pissed off people for comedic <laughs> effect. Mm-hmm. Like everyone is just like you know just walking around, just you know, fucking can't believe that parking meter. You know, just like <laughs> like why is everybody mad in GTA Five? Like they're just yeah. always walking around yelling about something. You know, like I, and it's I guess because they <laughs> it's because the team was crunching for a year yeah. and a half. <laughs> so um. They're just projected onto all the people yeah, in the I game. Just, I, like I said, I just I want to play this game, but I can't. I just don't. It's, this is the wrong time of year to give me a game where I'm fighting the, the engine itself. Like, yeah. But because, yeah, like everything else about it is so good. But hmm. I, I just, mm, it's a shame. It's a real shame. 
Damn. But I will say they don't waste any time. Like, like you know, as soon as you, like, you go after one crew in the beginning that you're, you know, it's kind of like, hey, here's your start of taking over a territory. And then, like, as soon as you're kind of in the crime world, it's like, hey, the Dixie Mafia is, like, running this section. Go fuck them up. And they are exactly what you think they are. Oh, they, yeah. They are the Confederate flag waving, dropping every horrible word you can think of. And it's just like, yes, <laughs> let me go murder them all. So um, I have zero segue to this next game except for, hey, talk yeah. about the past. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Sid, Sid Meier's Civilization VI uh, may have possibly come out. It did. I, it, yes, it, it did. It did. It did because I've played it over an actual day's worth so oh, far. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Like, t- yeah, I think I've got about 30 or 40 hours in it. Um, Damn. It hasn't been out that long, man. I know. Damn. Civ 6. I mean, Civilization, I, I'll i be honest. I never, I, I barely touched the first game. I didn't have a computer that can run it at mm-hmm. the time, and it just kind of passed me by. But Civ 2, like, came out right around when I got an upgraded machine. I don't like to think about my total time in Civ 2. Yeah, I really, it's, I, it's, it, it bothers me to think about what it it's, might be. It's almost sickening, yeah, I, because, I mean, it's lots and lots and lots of time yeah. of my life was spent playing Civ 2. And then, like most everybody, Civ 3 came out, and we all collectively went, fuck this shit, there's no wonders, what the fuck is yeah. this? Um, <laughs> and then, you know, Civ 4 came out and was fantastic, and, you know, apparently there's divisions in the Civ camp. I think Civ 5 is fantastic, but some people think 4 is where it's at, and apparently there's still people of 3 that are yeah, all wrong. Civ Rev that was kind of like C- a, a pared-down version Civ of Civ Rev 4. was fantastic. I mean, whatever. I'm sure there's splinter groups that's like, not real Civ. It's fantastic. It was Civ Revolution was great. Great, yeah. I want another console one like that. Sure do. Because, like, that's why I haven't played, like... You've shared your library with me. Mm-hmm. I keep installing, like, I installed Civ 4, I installed Civ 5... Installed Civ Six, mm-hmm. and I keep going. No, I can't play these. I can't do it because I know. Yeah, like a game is an evening for me. Like an evening is just gone oh, into that game you're, easily. You're playing on slow. You're playing some sort of fast version of a game. Yeah, well, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, like, well, like I you just, know that you're locked in for hours. Uh, not joking. I I played an epic scale game, and it took me three evenings no more than that like about four or five mm-hmm. I, I was playing it for like a week solid I like of, of days like not like full days i'm just saying like when i kept going yeah, back get to home it, and, like yeah. all right i'll do another have dinner place i'll do Civ. another 100 100 200 years and then yeah. move on you know yeah so still one more turning it huh yeah like it's always <laughs> so like, what makes this one different like oh it's not perfect like don't get me wrong yeah. like I, i'm not i you can throw, you can point to me every Civ problem that has ever existed. I'll probably agree with you, and at the same time, not care because yeah. it's Civilization. And I, I, I honestly do not know what the mat the, the magic is about Civilization that draws me in. Like I, I can't figure it out because I don't know of any other game I play I've ever played that's like it mm-hmm. that I've like spent as much time. Yeah, you know, I've tried other four X or turn based things. Yeah they rarely hold my interest like civilization has throughout tw- literal 25 years because they put out a 25th anniversary edition of this. Um, but I, I guess I'm, I'm, what did they tweak in like, what's, what's, so the big, the, the biggest thing the that, that is reason new, to get yeah, six right. over having five. Um, so 
religion has always been a thing that's been in civilization games, but like now you can straight up go for a religious victory, which I don't believe was in any of the others. I think uh, I think that yeah. might have cropped up in in one of the Civ Five expansions, to be honest with you. But I think I'd kind of give it so up. So basically, on it. it's like a Crusades win. Yeah, you basically go to like convert all civiliz- all the other civilizations to your to your uh, religion. Mm-hmm. That being said, f- kind of fuck the religious victory because. <laughs> All right, so like when you're playing a military one, you know, you can stack troops on your borders and whatnot. Mm-hmm. To to get that uh effect with the religious is almost impossible. And you can have closed borders and like their profits and, and um why can I not think of the other word? Um Glory profits. Yeah. Missionaries. You have, you have you have missionaries oh. and profits and then you have like um more or less like the crusades kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, these are like yeah. f- religious fighters who will like fight their other religious people. Like um, they can basically come into your land if you have closed borders mm-hmm. um, and infiltrate. Yeah. So like, so they're kind of like a spy. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Like, but they can, they just walk right in. They don't mm-hmm. like, and you see them coming. You're like, get out. And, <laughs> yeah. um, but the other thing is like the, uh, the diplomacy thing is not necessarily fully flushed out because constantly like, Here's another weird thing about civilization is it sometimes takes um, historical figures and you it makes you say things like I was constantly saying like fuck you Gandhi because I mm-hmm. was constantly saying that because <laughs> he kept sending in people and converting my cities and I would go the, to the diplomacy thing and say look I'm denouncing you unless you stop converting my cities and oh yeah yeah no I get it two turns later broken promise to you mm-hmm. I denounce him. And basically say, like, do it again, and I'm declaring war, and he does it, and every, I declare war, as I promised, and everyone thinks I'm a warmonger. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Like, I asked you again and again, get out of my territory and stop doing this, and he just kept constantly breaking my promise. I'm like, so there's, there's so still- So you nuked Gandhi, is what you're saying. I could have. I didn't. Oh. I, I, I have still taken the peaceful route in civilization. I've, mm. I've not had a domination victory. Um, so, but the thing is you can just turn the religious part off and then it's almost like it doesn't go away. It just, um, because you can still kind of get a bonus from having a, a religious and ha- religion and having certain people converted to it. Yeah. But it, it doesn't affect your, your victory conditions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the, uh, so you were asking like that, that's one of the big things, but the other big thing is now geography plays a much bigger part in like, uh, your city selection mm-hmm. um, used to be, it was just like, yeah, you got inland cities and then you've got water adjacent ones and the water adjacent ones are probably going to grow faster because it's by the water, man. Yeah. And people want to live there and mm-hmm. there's more food and fish and commerce. And yeah. now um, there are additional conditions. Like you can build a mountains side uh, city and it, it can be just as prosperous as the one by the ocean because mountains kind of have, extra materials for doing sciencing, you know, like you can like kind of put a, uh, if if you put like a university or like somewhere to research science, it's like, well, that's near the mountains and you know, geography or geology and all this. And it's like, yeah, they're going to get a huge bonus for being by a mountain. Right. Um, Also, you know, desert tiles can be good for certain things. So like it kind of makes it where you don't just have those dead zones of like, yeah, no one's really, you know, colonizing over here because fuck it. it, It's, you know, it's a tundra. Who cares? Yeah. Um, So now like there's kind of bonuses for 
being in different type of, types of uh, geographic regions, you can kind of say like, all right, well, you know, I'll put all my religious stuff over here because, you know, they're happy being in this area and I'll put all this over here because they like all these like rainforest tiles are, are really good for people will want to live there. Like it's, you know, pretty and tropical and yes. you get a, like if you build a, uh, a quote unquote, like a neighborhood is a new thing you can build. So you used to kind of always like butt up against the amount of people that can live there. Yeah. Well, as soon as you unlock like neighborhood tech, you can build more than one around your city. So instead of just having like the original hex where your city is, you're actually building the hexes around it with different specialty districts, mm-hmm. which is kind of a whole new thing to Civ as I understand it. I mean, yeah. there, there's been things like that, but nothing quite to this degree. So nothing that Sim City ish. Yeah. So like when you when you unlock neighborhoods, like if you put one by a rainforest, it's like, yeah, this is a beautiful property. You're going to get six extra housing, you know, instead of the plus one, you do it over over here. So you kind of like lay out your geography. Geography mm-hmm. just plays a much bigger part in it, yeah. and it's, it's. I mean, obviously, it's it's pretty solid. It's. I, I know they I know do, what I, they're doing. I know I shit on Civ three, but that's. Really, its biggest fault was taking out the wonders because building that's wonders, what everyone goes for. Building like, wonders that, is fun. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a mid game goal every time. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean they're they're all pretty good though. Yep. So give us your last one from your buy two get uh, one free Odyssey. Okay. Um. So I, I I to be honest, I actually had Battlefield One, and then all of a sudden I went, "Holy shit! I have all the shooters. Mm-hmm. I, I I have." Gears now, I have COD Space, Titanfall, I can't do Battlefield 1 as well. Mm-hmm. So I bought Shooty Hoops instead. Hey, Shooty Hoops. NBA 2K17, Dr. JRPG 2017. Mm. How's the RPGing? Uh, it's still really good. I, I don't think it's going to be as divisive as the Spike Lee joint Aww, from last he didn't year. come back? Yeah. There's not more Spike Lee? No, so it, Ryan Coogler won this Yeah, time. this is the guy who wrote Creed. Oh. He didn't direct it. He wrote yeah. it, and it's got Michael B. Jordan as... You know, one of the main characters. Mr. Basketball. Yeah. Not the guy you're playing, but oh. like, you know. As your dead friend. Your dead, your dead <laughs> friend. As your ghost friend. <laughs> dead Michael ghost B. Jordan, friend. the ghost friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where you have yourself a, a jam in space. Yeah. And time and ghosts. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, COD space ghost. Um, <laughs> uh, no, like, it, it's good. Like, I, here's, uh-huh. here's the weird thing, because I didn't, I fired up a, a, a game because I didn't really know how. I didn't know if it was going to be quite as story driven as the last one. Mm-hmm. And I kind of didn't want to have that weird, awkward, like my character feels all wrong moment. Right. Um, so I just was like, fuck it. I'm picking generic dude. I'm not, I think I customized his hair a little bit, but okay. like, I was just like, I am not fucking with, I'm just picking generic dude, number three or four or whatever the hell it was. I, I don't like this hair. So fix that a little bit and get off this stupid stubble. Cause man, they love their beard tech. In this one. <laughs> okay. Like, oh yeah. Yeah. They got, you know, they were like, man, James Harden, man, we got f- beard tech out the wazoo now. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, so like every, like every default face is like, yeah, here's like stubble 11 instead of stubble six. And look, it's just, you know, a little bit more beard tech. But I picked Stubble basi- 11 went to the moon. Didn't it? <laughs> it did. I, so I picked a default guy. All I did was like, take off the stubble, change his hairstyle. And it was like, go. And it's still weird. Like that guy, like everyone on my team is like, cause you know, it's, it's a, you start off in high school and uh, or no, yeah, yeah, you play a couple high school games and okay. it's like, all right, you pick a college. No. All right. Fuck. Mm hmm. You start off by picking a college. I don't think you play any high school games in this one. Okay. But anyway, like you're playing with a bunch of young dudes. They all look like people that should be in this game. And then here's this weird Buffalo Bill dude. That's your guy. Even though I picked a default face, 
there is just something like there is meat hanging from a wireframe that is your guy. Like he looks old and weird and I can't explain it. It's still like, oh, there's my guy. He's that Ronald McDonald freak in the middle there with just weird jowls and shit Mm -hmm. as he smiles. Like that's like good on them for like making this scan your face and all the thousands of customizations you can do. But when one of your default faces still looks fucked like there's something kind of wrong with your tech guys yeah like I, it doesn't affect the game but still it's just like oh that monstrosity is my guy <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's still just weird like i said mm-hmm. it's, it's not as horrifying as the face scan i did the one year but because that like i said that was like someone made a skin suit out of me you know this is at yeah, least just was, like that was frightening yeah, as like, fuck. The, like i said this is just like okay that guy doesn't look quite right but <laughs> Yeah, story wise, it's cool. Like they're they're um, interesting people show up. I mean, you know, I haven't hit everyone, but like right off the bat, I and I honestly don't even know he's got to show back up. But he hasn't yet for me. Is um, it's Matt Walsh. He's from the Upright Citizens Brigade, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like he shows up um, right before you have a big game in college, and he's just like, "All right, man, everyone's gonna be watching." And it's like, "Are you gonna be my agent? Like, what? <laughs> who are you? And why? Why did you just? I mean, your face scanned him. I know who you are. Yeah. But, huh. Yeah. So there's there's. I'm waiting for him to show back up, and I, I, I honestly got more into the shooty games. I, I only played like a, a few games of this. Okay. I, I'm not deep into the career yet, but man, I, I, I'm almost sad that BJ's not here because I, I am, I'm finally ready to admit that I've played the last three or four of these, and this one just drops you in, and for the first time, I was like how do I shoot? Like, how do I shoot? Well, mm-hmm. cause like they changed the, the shot meter thing yet again. Of course. And I was like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm bricking everything. Mm-hmm. Like even when, even in the, we're still installing the game. Like here's, you know, your play, test game, your play, the all stars East and West or whatever the hell it mm-hmm. is. You know, I don't know how they do it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the division is in basketball. Is it East and West? Sure. Well, I'm I asking, so. I'm asking captain basketball over there. Oh. Like, when they do the all star game, is it East and West, North and yeah, South? East okay. and West. Okay. Um, I honestly didn't know. I didn't have the conferences. East Coast, West Coast. Okay. Anyway, you you play yeah, it's you play like a rap beef. Yeah, you play an all star game with like none of the music installed, so it's just you're just hearing the squeaks and a little bit of crowd noise. Mm-hmm. It, it always they always do that. It's like, hey, we're installing the game. This yep. is what you get to do to occupy your time. Like they don't bother to explain it. Except they interrupt every three seconds to tell you shit that is not important to the basics and the fundamentals of basketball. And it's like you're trying to play this game and you're like, fuck yeah, I'm finally at the point I can play this game. And it's like, you get the ball and it's all just like freeze frame. And it's like, Coach K says you should probably oh. block out this and do all this. And I'm like, fuck off. Like, just <laughs> yeah. let me play the goddamn game. Yeah, like, this game doesn't count. Let me just hit yeah, buttons. Yeah, let me try to maybe figure this out. But I, it took me it took me two or three games to figure out what I was doing wrong with a shot meter that I actually just started my career over because I was like, my draft pick had gone to the fucking floor because it was like I was doing so horribly, you know, mm-hmm. it's like I, I want to get drafted well. But so I I've played a few more games, but I haven't progressed very far because I was like, oh, now I kind of get what I'm doing wrong. Let's just start over. Mm-hmm. So but no, it's, you know, like I said, if it's 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 fascinating to me that they're putting modes like this that are as robust as they are into a sports game. This is what I want out of sports games This is why I like the NBA series, why I like fight night champion. I would play more things like this if yeah. you give them to me. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's, it's a thing. That's all I got. 
Like I said, right. your, your your created character still is a weird meat bag <laughs> on a wireframe. Yeah. Huh. But well, I like it. Well, glad to hear it. Yeah. So should we take a halftime break? Yeah, we should. Sure. Yeah. Ha. Burp. Basketball reference. <laughs> <laughs> ha. Basketball reference. Welcome back, second half. Hey, still. Still drinking, still talking video games. Yeah, we've had more drinking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, new, new strategy here on the show. Mm-hmm. We're just going to drink ourselves into oblivion <laughs> while we talk about video Ooh, games. We're going to talk about oblivion. Yeah. Uh, no. That's a video uh, game. My, it is. Yeah. I, I have a 166-hour save in it that still hasn't beaten the game. So, yeah. Jesus. That's a video game, all okay. right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but another game where we got way too many hours in. <laughs> yeah, we talked about this last show. Too, yeah, so this will probably be brief, but mm-hmm. Forza Horizon 3. Mm-hmm. You completed it, right, Harlow? Well, not completed, but like beat the storyline. Yeah. Not, not every race possible. Yeah, like I unlocked every festival area, unlocked all the signs, unlocked... Mm-hmm. Uh, I haven't like done like every bucket list because some of them are just annoying yeah. as shit. And I'm terrible at drifting still. Apparently, they lowered the requirements on that in one of the patches. Okay. Which, thank God, because some of those drifting challenges were fuck off. Yeah, it's weird because, like, just driving down the road, I can pull some badass drifts. But when it's like, here's a drift zone, and this is what we want you to do, I'm just like, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I, I played many more hours to the point that I'm... I, I played it to the point where it's like, DLC interests me, but I'm also kind of like, I could just be done with this game. Like, I think I, I got enough. I'd say you got your money's worth out yeah, of that game. Like, but, you know, these these could be interesting. Like, the snowy mm-hmm. mountain thing, that yeah. could be interesting. I'm, I'm kind of, I'm going to buy that. Yeah. <laughs> I know me. I'm going to buy that. Me yeah. too. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I remember you, uh, you pulled up the game last time we were here, and you're like, all right. Help me find the last road I need to drive on because mm-hmm. you were like too short. And mm-hmm. so you were pulling up the map and we were all standing like inches from the TV, pouring over every single inch of that map, looking for this one little spot that you hadn't hit. Yep. And we and Chuck and I found two of them. Mm-hmm. And then you had to just manually find the last one driving on a, on I, a I driveway. I f- found the last one by looking at a map of where the signs were. Mm. And when I went to a sign, it was like, God damn it, that's on a driveway that is not marked on the map, <sighs> and yet it counted as a road. That's pretty wrong. Bullshit. Yeah. So I, I just, by hitting a sign, I was like, oh, yeah, okay. There's the last road. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've done it. I mean, at that point, I was like, I should have been excited, but I was just like, oh, all right, like. Thanks. There's more relief. Like yeah. I could see that for me. Like if I ever go back to Crackdown and get the last seven orbs that I have left, mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh. like it would just be like, all right, that's done. Was that worth it? Like yeah. I spent no, way too it, much time. It will never be worth <laughs> yeah. it. I know this. I know this in my heart. Yeah. But it's still like 
the fact that I still know how many mm-hmm. and the fact that I still think about it and I'm like, man, I should go back and give that a shot. Like, what the fuck's wrong with me? <laughs> Let him go, Like, man. really, I know. But, oh, like, like, I guess it's because I put so much time into it already. Sure. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's the whole opportunity sunk cost thing. Yeah, I, I, I probably would have given up on the roads if I hadn't gotten down to like, okay, there's 10 left. And then it was like, all right, let's... It's yeah. fine, these. Yeah. And, and then, their map is pretty good aside from that. You know, like, like it's yeah. good at marking off where you've been and all that. But yeah. yeah, just the coloring and some of the like broken roads on the map just need to be fixed. Like yeah. those segments where it's like it looks like a segment should be there. And it's like, oh, that's what I miss. And no, it just doesn't draw it on the mm-hmm. map. Doesn't mark it as driven over. Still annoying. Yeah. So you wrapped up. Well, season you wrapped up season one of Ted Hitman. Yeah. Hitman. Uh, they finally released the final level, Hokkaido, Japan, mm-hmm. which is a ultra-modern medical facility that you have to infiltrate and kill a guy who's on the operating table. And uh, also his, I guess, his assistant or whatever who's in a section, a separate section of the level. And this one's pretty fucking good. It's really, it's, it's, it's a gorgeous level. Like, it's kind of like if you took the, uh, like the... Uh, the setting of the the uh, allergy facility in Honor Majesty's Secret Service, mm-hmm. kind of like that, but had a Japanese garden in the middle of it in the winter, uh, like on a mountainside. It's kind of sort of that sort of thing. Okay. But super modern, like with like key cards for all the doors and, you know, this super computer that you have to hack eventually to be able to uh, fuck with everything in the place. But hmm. it's... It's a fun level because it's got plenty of side stories going on and plenty of disguises. And it's not like the Colorado one where it's just, no, this is like an attack mission. Like everyone will attack you as soon as they spot you. You know, it's it's not like that where everyone's hostile. It's more like, okay, you're just wandering around this, this damn hotel in a kimono that apparently has your ID on it, which you're, again, you're Tobias Reaper who's checked in. <laughs> I, I fucking love it. They're like, it's because like even in the briefing before that, the lady's like, as usual, your your uh, alias Tobias Reaper has has planned a procedure here at the hospital, and it's ah. Oh. Okay, so I'm not I'm not trying to sound completely culturally ignorant, but I isn't a kimono like generally a women's garb, or do men wear them too? Am I thinking of something different? Men can wear them too. Okay, yeah. What it, am I What am I thinking of? Because I thought there was something that was like kind of like a long dress. I thought that was a kimono. No. It, no, it's, it's, it's more like a bathrobe. It's more like the robe type okay. thing. But yeah. All right. But yeah, there's like an RFID in it that and there's like a guy walking around in one with a with a fucking uh, 10 gallon hat, like some Texan <laughs> dude who's sure. like in the room next to you. Yeah. And you can sneak into his room while he's leaving or you can okay. murder him and take his kimono and hat and walk around as him. But yeah, it was it was a fun level. There were a lot of things that were like the ways you can kill because the, the one dude apparently <laughs> The premise of the dude being in this super modern facility is that his organs inside his body are reversed, as in like they're all on the wrong side. Like, uh huh. And he, is, this, is that a thing that ever actually happens? I have no idea. Oh, okay. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But that's why he apparently he needs a heart transplant. But they had to get a left side or you know whatever a whatever side heart. Yes. They had to get a right side heart yeah they had to get a left side <laughs> heart around. from someone else and they found a donor and like wait so they were going to put uh, put it in the right place or no they are they're replacing his current 
left side heart with well, another left side heart. That's why it was so hard well, to find well, it'd be a, a donor. Right side heart. Whatever. Yeah, Whatever yeah, the opposite yeah, of where your actual heart is. Okay. That I know. I don't know about kimonos, but I know where the fuck your heart is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> fuck your heart. Yes. Well, you fuck his heart, too. Okay. Oh, wow. One of the ways to kill him, one of the, the stealthiest ways to take him out is to get into the freezer downstairs uh-huh. and just squish the heart that's for the transplant. It is the fucking best because he squishes it and then he throws it at the wall above the trash can and he goes... And then slides, slides down, down the wall into the trash does it can. The, does it make the squeak noise as it goes no, down? No, it doesn't. But then the lady's like, very clever, 47. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you could have been a little cleaner about it, dude. <laughs> you, like, you squish the heart in your hands. Hey, if you squish a heart in your hands and you're not at least bit curious if it's like a, w- a wacky web crawler, you know, yeah. wall crawler thing, like, come on. Yeah. 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 But yeah, but he just chucks that. <laughs> fucker in the trash <laughs> but there's also he's like on a high-tech table so you can uh mess with the like after you hack the main computer the mainframe up there mm-hmm. you can go and you can make the uh the probes go haywire and so it's just like this all these uh robotic arms are just stabbing him to death rapidly <laughs> while the doctors are like oh no oh my god oh, wow yeah there, there's a lot going it, it's a good level and it's that game's great. The story is complete bullshit that I have no idea what the fuck any of it means, but I don't care. Like I watch the I watch the cutscene once and I go, all right, this is just the thing that plays at the end of the mission before I see what my score is and I skip it. Hmm. But yeah, the, apparently season one is over. Yeah, uh, they've confirmed they're doing a season two. I don't know when it starts, but if you are someone who was like, I'm waiting until they have a full game, uh, it is done. Uh, apparently January is when they release the final bonus episode along with the disc version. That's everything. So yeah, as, as you can guess, it gets my recommendation. Cause okay. yeah, it, there, there, there's a couple levels I just don't like at all. And you know, like uh, Marrakesh and, and Colorado, but the rest of them are phenomenal. And I still enjoy going back and playing the escalations and all the other crazy variations that they have in it hmm. and right. i finally i finally failed an elusive target too oh no because they, they made it really hard they made it so you have to uh you have to take out one of the targets but you also have to st- like he has to have made it drop off to the other guy and then you have to take that other guy out and i fucked it up and took out a guard at the wrong time and the other guard spotted me before i could get to the other guy because i had already killed the first one and blew it and I was like, no, this is no. So you have like one shot to get these elusive targets or something? No. What happens okay. is if you haven't killed them yet mm-hmm. or you haven't died, you can restart the mission. So you could technically just follow them around and see what their route is and, you know, plan it out, which is what I did with Gary Busey, where I followed him around, and listened to all the stupid things he'd say. Sure. And then when I felt like I had heard everything that he was going to say, that's when I restarted and then, you know, actually killed him, hmm. which I still feel bad about. But uh, as well, you should. Yeah. But it otherwise, if you've killed the target or, you know, some, they, they started adding additional objectives where it's like you have to kill this guy and also steal this thing, you know, so it, because they knew people were just cheesing it and eventually finding that. So they made it so that there's kind of two objectives. But once you've completed one of them, mm-hmm. you're locked in like you have to finish that one or or die. And yeah, I died because I just I don't like it was said on the Marrakesh level and I just don't like that level at all. So. But yeah, it's still 
a lot of fun. And they have said that those are not coming back. Like even when he, when they release the season one disc version. That's so weird. Why? I mean, the idea of creating content for a timed I, I, exclusive. I think they're just going to add more. I think that's what they're doing is I, they're I just going to keep doing more of them. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like, okay, I missed the, you know, getting the 13. So I get the suit with the gloves, but. I don't know. I mean, I know, it, it, it still I know feels you can weird. get Gary Busey for a sandwich and a six pack of beer, but I mean, it still feels weird to like just bring these people in. That and, one in particular, yeah. yeah that I mean, one in particular, it feels I, strange. It, to, like bring them in, face map them, and all this stuff, and say, have yeah. them say a whole bunch of things, and be like, yeah, it's there for what week or two and gone. Oh, it, a like, week? He was, yeah, he was a full week. They did extend it. It used to be like two, three days, uh, okay, which hmm. sucked because if you were out of town that weekend, you just you flat out missed it. Yeah, but they they the most recent ones they've done an entire week, which. You know, I preferred greatly, but there were some where I just, I just cheesed it and looked up the, uh, somebody doing it the fastest run they had on YouTube mm-hmm. because it would be like Thursday night. And I was like, I got to get this done before my wife gets home. <laughs> I have to give up the TV. So I, you know, I just do the cheesiest run possible and, you know, throw like a duck grenade at a card that the person's walking next to and it blows up. And then you're just basically sprinting to the exit before you get shot. And, hmm. you know, that's not the way a true Ted Hitman would do it. I'm true. Yeah. But sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah. Speaking of dying. Yeah. Speaking of dying. <laughs> yeah. Dark Souls 3. They finally put out their DLC. Ashes of Ariandel. Which. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's more Dark Souls. Um, it's one of those things like I just I looked up how to get the, to the DLC because I knew in the other ones they're like, yeah, you got to do this convoluted shit. And then <laughs> you, like they hide the entrance to it, basically. In the other ones, it's like, OK, but. You have to talk to a dude who's near one of the bonfires, like in the middle of the game. So you talk to him. He gives you a little pe- a little scrap of a painting and you're suddenly sucked into it and you are in a snowy windblown world where as soon as you venture out into the snowy windblown darkness, you are attacked by like six or seven things at once that are all breathing fire and run really fast. And yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I, I understand why they're doing things the way they are in that it's like, you're not being cautious, so we're going to swarm you. But the problem is like, there's no way to avoid getting swarmed in this area because the, your, your visibility is so low that it's just like, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> and which I, I know that's what they want, but I just, I think that would think that was a lot of the complaint. A lot of people had about dark souls two is that the way it was designed was always like, all right, there's like four guys attacking you right now. And it's really hard to play that game cautiously when, you know, when you've got four enemies attacking you at once, when it's one-on-one, it's a hard enough game. But you know, when you've got four on one, that's when it really sucks. So I kind of, I didn't get very far just because I got kind of sick of having to redo this same little brief run. Mm -hmm. But I understand why they added it because it's basically like, all right, you've beaten the game. We know you have, it's been six months. So Here's the hard shit. And I got to a part where there were wolves that would not attack me. And I was like, oh, good. This is good. I can like just kind of walk by. We're cool. We're all cool here. We're cool, wolves. And then a tree came to life and attacked me. And the wolves were like, oh, oh, yeah, shit. We got to attack him. So suddenly all these wolves that I had been, you know, I was like, we were at peace. (laughs) What? No. And the wolves always take the tree side. It's just. Yeah. It's really. Wolves are dicks. Yeah. But yeah, so I got ganked by a bunch of wolves in a tree that attacked me, and that was as far as I got. Yeah. Well, they're lupines, you know. Yeah. It's a, it's a, like a tree. Get out. 
<laughs> yeah. I, I, I just, it's weird. Like, it looks really good. It's more content, you know, for a game that I had, you know, basically wrung dry almost. But I, I, I just must not have been in the mood lately for that. Because it was right during, like, the height of me being like, I just need to go back and play more Forza. I think it was like too big a tonal shift mm-hmm. to try and go back into Dark Souls right now, especially when it's like, all right, yeah, here's some brutally hard shit. Deal with it. So hmm. I don't know. We'll we'll see. I, I'm I'm gonna try and beat it by you know by the next episode. But I've also got Siren Two coming out, and there's plenty of other things that I'd rather play. I'd probably borrow one of Titanfall or Call of Duty from one of you guys. And yeah, then, you know, I I would I would let you borrow Titanfall too, like today if you knew you were gonna play it. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I, yeah, it, I, I I can wait on the multiplayer on that. I like mm-hmm. it, my draw is to want to play Call of Duty multiplayer. And yeah, the campaign's so short. I kind of just want everyone to play it. Yeah, yep. I'll wait, but yeah, it, it's one of the. It's I'll get back to it, but it's going to be a while. And I also know you guys just don't give a shit about me talking about it. Like you know, hey, we can make tree wolves jokes every once in yeah, a while. So, you know, there's that. Yep. Yeah. Nicely done. Um. So, you know, I, I have had an ever uh, just ever expanding quest to replace FTL out of, out of my life, you know, which is weird because I'm you love approaching it. 500 hours in this stupid little game. And I've tried Convoy. I've tried. I thought I thought there were other games that were, might satisfy that itch and, and nothing has really quite gotten there mm-hmm. for me. Um, I found one that may be close. Um, it's it's a. It's a nifty little game called Renowned Explorers. Okay. And it's it's not it's not an FTL like. I I wouldn't necessarily describe it as that other mm-hmm. than it is, you know, roguelike, you know, things are going to change each time you play it. St- style game which yeah. is increasingly just should be, I don't know, procedurally generated or not roguelike. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. but the idea is you kind of you you band together a group of explorers and you kind of make a little team and you go from place to place and uh just like go like you land on an island it's like okay i know i I, I, i've come here to explore this mysterious cave but along the way i can take these paths and they'll i might have some idea like oh there's probably going to be an encounter here Mm -hmm. uh but i might not know to what degree so you just kind of pick these little paths. So it's kind of got that branching tree thing from FTL. Um, but it's super cute. It's, it, it's, it's got, you know, jaunty music and, and it's kind of like a, I, I don't know what you would call it. I don't know if you'd call it like Victorian times, but it's kind of got that, you know, British and Spanish, uh, people exploring, you know, the Caribbean and mm-hmm. areas that were still kind of mysterious at the time to, to Europe. Um, so, like as you go out to these places, uh, you will also unlock like new trade hubs. So like you, it, each uh, area is like a like a new um, section. Like you'll go to the Caribbean and you'll explore this mysterious volcano, and then when you complete that, you go back to like a, a hub overview world, and you have a certain number of things you can do. Like oh, I can go over to uh, Amsterdam and they have a trading post, and mm-hmm. I can buy some shit, or I can go over to Paris and I've got a guild hall where I can recruit new followers because you can also kind of have like these NPC people that just kind of give you bonuses and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of got like a um, sort of like an RPG turn based kind of thing going. Uh, the combat system is, 
I would say similar to like Final Fantasy Tactics. You know, it's it's a grid style thing, but it's much more simplified. Like mm-hmm. um, things like even like Banner Saga was just like just a little too annoying to me of complications of like, ah, oh, well, if you're here, you've got a slight advantage to this person. And this was yeah. just kind of like, ah, get no- next to him and use your abilities. You know, like simple enough Final Fantasy, like, okay, here, it's your turn. I'm mm-hmm. going to do this and it's X effective. So mm-hmm. it, you know, it doesn't directly translate to FTL, but it kind of, it. That, I think it's that tree navigation branching thing that is like the closest to it, but it's, super clever um it's it's a fun little game they just put out a a pretty big expansion um i think it's like called explore more or something like that i got you know it was in the one of the steam sales and so mm-hmm. i picked up the whole damn thing mm-hmm. yeah uh but yeah I, I i really dig it and, it and it's cool and it's it's these are the kind of games like i i know they look simple on the surface and and that's what's so amazing to me about ftl is on the surface it's like why would you have 500 hours in this but it's such a it's such a random experience to a point that it's not annoying and it's, mm-hmm. and it's fun to do over and over again, just to kind of see the outcome and like, okay, maybe this time I'll do it perfectly and yeah. I'll, I'll try this this time, or I'll take this ship and I'll kind of go for these special weird objectives. And this kind of has that feel like, all right, well I went totally dis- diplomacy this time. I'm, you know, next time I'm taking the dudes that are just going to Columbus, everything just going and burn and ravage everything, you know, like just like, yeah. you know, like let's not do this proper at all. It's just like, let's just pillage everything. Um, so it, it's kind of got that interesting sort of, of, of thing going on with it where you can, you know, even in combat, you're not necessarily doing combat. You can actually go to the people and like, I, I played um, someone who was charismatic, like a diplomat kind of, kind of person, mm-hmm. but they're also kind of good at like telling tales. So, I would, you know, in combat, I would basically walk up to somebody and like a little ship on the ocean thing. So it was like I was regaling them with our tails across the ocean. They were like, fuck, yeah, that's sweet. I'm not fighting you anymore. And they, and they, you know, leave combat. They were like, you know, you basically whelmed them to the point that they were like, all right, this is pretty neat. I mean, I'm not going to fight you anymore. Sweet. Yeah. So it, it's, um, it, it's a cute little game. And like I said, if these are your kind of thing, like mm-hmm. it's one to check out if, if you like these little whatever they are i'm I'm so sick of saying rogue like or roguelike like or ftl like or anything other like well, i just like to, i just like this game how about that i'll okay. have to install it from a shared mm-hmm. so chuck yeah what is killer is dead <laughs> that is a fine question so i xbox has been killing it lately with the backwards compatibility stuff They've been almost daily, Yeah, it feels like. Yeah, and so one of the weird rando ones they threw out was this game called Killer is Dead, which is this Xbox 360 Japanese importy kind of game. One of the one of the weird, like, why this game made it over here, I don't know. Was mm-hmm. this a Suda yeah. one? Okay, it's yeah. a Suda joint. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, I mean, it's Japanese. It's weird. And the ones that make it over here are super fucking weird. And that's this game. Um, it you're kind of like a like a demon assassin. Like you work for this crew, aren't you? Always, yeah. But like you work for this detective agency kind of thing, and it's just like you get cases, and it's like, hey, go slay this weirdo thing. Um, and you got like a robot blood arm, and it's mm-hmm. you know, I mean, it's all kinds of weird shit. And you've got a annoying Wait. Japanese girl stereotype as your assistant who's always just bouncing up and down and squealing. And I, I need to know what a robot blood arm is. Like, 
Well, okay. You say that sort of not no pun intended offhandedly, but I mean I'm like it's like a robotic appendage that feeds on blood. Okay. And the more blood you acquire, the more powerful it is. But it's not like blood or other people's blood. Other people, I guess, like blood acquired via battle. (laughs) So, (laughs) all right. um, That's all I needed. So it's it's hack and slashy. It's it's weird. It's it's interesting enough to follow along with. But then. In between missions, you've got this kind of overworld map, and you've got these kind of bonus things that you can do. And one of the things is uh, you go on dates with ladies, and these are all done first person. Mm -hmm. And on the ones I've done so far, you have to kind of distract them to make them look away. And then when they're not paying attention to you, if you quickly stare at their crotch you get a meter that fills up your brain juice. And as your brain juice gets higher by stealing (laughs) disgusting looks at ladies and bar, uh, and if you give them presents, like, say, chewing gum, Mm. they will eventually become enamored with you and will give you a power-up. Yeah, I I don't know about you, but I never roll anywhere (laughs) without some bubblicious... And just ready to fart on women. That's how I get them all. Well, there hasn't been any farting yet. It's just oh. staring. Well, I'm just saying, not one game does not dictate how my I know. my loving style. There happens. is no fart mechanic in this okay. per se. Maybe you unlock that at some point. Uh, right now, it's just leering, and there is literally a meter in the left bottom corner of the screen where juice is filling up to your brain. And once your brain is filled with it, you have I don't know. Go-Go 13 powers where it's time to sex up the lady and get a new silencer for your blood arm or something. I don't know. It's weird as fuck. I mean, I'm not even explaining it right, but it's 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 one of those things that sounds pretty weird. You're just doing it and you're like, what? I Like, I hope no one walks in the room. I hope they understand that I'm doing this ironically. I hope they understand that I'm just trying to figure out what this game is asking me to do. I'm really not trying to ogle this this digital lady. Sure. Uh, <laughs> So sure, yeah. it's a unique experience. And I will say that there are very few games that offer a unique experience. This has a lot of that. Um, it seems like it might be pretty short, like probably breeze through it. Uh, I'm willing to see where this thing goes because it's all batshit crazy. Um, I, I got to say, like this, I mean, I know we have our, our small little indie things that are usually PC games uh-huh. three years after the date they came out. Yep. Um, but like this console generation, we're not getting the nope. weird shit. Nope. Like where where is the weird shit? The B tier stuff is gone. Yeah. That's what I mean. Like there's where, no budget. It's AAA or indie game. Yeah. It's, I mean, I just don't it's get it. It's probably like, all on PS4, all those anime games that we see in every sale and we go, nope. Nope, nope, nope. No, no, nope, those end nope. up being shmups. Right. I know. Well, okay, well they're, either, they're either shmups or they're like an 80,000 hour RPG kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm saying like, where are the weird games? Like, I I, I got to be honest, like, I only barely touched this and I, I, like, I'm mad because like, I wanted to know more about this game. But like, where's the weird shit like Catherine? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yes. I, these were just last gen. And I'm like, where, where is this weird stuff? Like, I, I, I miss these things. I, not all of them are for me, but I, I like the variety of having that stuff out there I, I wish there was a mechanism even if it was digital only that studios could make these kind of like b-tier experiences i the uh, a game we got on uh either we're we just got it or we're about to get it but murdered soul suspect which i've talked about mm-hmm. on the show that's probably like the last of this gen 
game like that, kind of mm-hmm. a B tier, like this thing is fucking weird kind of thing, a sure. unique type experience. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I I know there's all all of the weirdest stuff you can possibly imagine is on Steam and sure. anywhere on the PC, but the problem there is curation because yeah. like you know unless i read about it on somewhere i just don't know like it, especially it, it was always weird to begin with and then when steam was like ah fuck it m rated game you know m rated like almost porn games we mm-hmm. don't give a shit whatever mm-hmm. put them out there we'll just age gate them like nobody can possibly click through that yeah um you know so like that that opened up and and i'm not you know that's fine i don't have a problem with that it's just it made it the curation even weirder yeah so like something that might be weird or gross, but like actually somehow weird have like a hook. You'll hear about it. You'll read about an article. Like mm-hmm. I never talked about it in here, but like there's a weird little like anime match three game called Honey Pop, which was st- stupid popular on Steam. Mm-hmm. And, and I read so many articles are like, okay, this shit is kind of gross, but like at the same time, you won't put this goddamn game down. And I, I, I was like, found it on the sale and I was like, yeah, you're right. Like I feel Again, I would feel absolutely embarrassed if somebody walked in on me playing this, mm-hmm. but like I can't stop fucking playing this game at the same time, and I don't, you know, yeah, the, these things are out there on Steam, but like you know, you know, an article has to come along or somebody has to say like, yeah, try this weird game. Mm-hmm. That's the problem is like there's almost too much on Steam, of, and you don't know like what's a bullshit like you know we yeah, we just I, what was that uh everyone went crazy and they leaned into it hard with the, the bad reviews trailers. It was like the dinosaurs, Nazi dinosaurs or some shit like Dino that. D-Day. Dino D-Day. Dino yeah. D-Day. Yeah. Like they just leaned into their bad reviews, but you know what guys, that is a terrible fucking game. And mm-hmm. funny though, it may be for about three seconds. Yeah. Then you have to play it and, and it's fucking mm-hmm. terrible. So, well, I, another thing I think like these publishers like Sega who have kind of shit the bed and don't really do anything anymore except terrible Sonic games, which are universally hated and terrible, um, you know, games like Vanquish, which mm-hmm. was a B tier game, but everyone who played it fucking loved it. Yeah, that was a fun little game. Yeah. I mean, like stuff like that. Um, you just don't get that anymore. And I, I wish that there was. I mean, you've kind of people have kind of settled into this, and I hate to say walking simulator, but that kind of genre of thing. It's like if I'm going to do something that's not a puzzle game or a shooter, I'm going to do one of those. And it's like there used to be these kind of actiony games, and they don't even exist anymore. Mm-hmm. Just the hack and slash, just beat 'em up kind of thing. Yeah, it's it's strange to me. Like, okay, so I thought the big thing about PS4 and Xbox One was like hey, the architecture and everything is a lot closer to a PC, so you can bring your game over easier. Yeah. And now that you're telling me there's there's less? Like, yeah. that, that's that's a strange thing to me. Like, where are my Naughty Bears and my Tornado Outbreaks and all this exactly. weird shit that we would find back in the day? Like, wheelman. Yeah. Give us a Wheelman. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying, like, if it's that easy, like, f- find the better, you know, like, put your game out if it's semi-popular on Steam. Try it on Xbox or PS4. Yeah. Like, put, you know. Yeah. I... I I know. Like yeah, right, I, right now, like I said, it's like you have this great divide where it's like it gets some swell on the PC and then it like finally comes to PS4. It's like, oh, that really? That's just now? All right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I mean, like PS4 is getting the fucking mobile clicker games and stuff like that. It's, you know, why? 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 Because PS4 isn't stopping anyone from putting their stuff that's, on there. Yeah, you're right. There's no control anymore. Yeah. So it's like, all right, have you met our? Have you have you met the? Can you certify it runs? And yeah. It's not going to erase the system. It's like, oh yeah, totally. Yeah, then get it on here. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. 
that's that sucks. I mean, you know, but I, I also think that's we're a unique audience for those kinds of games that are gone because um, we used to champion the shit out of them and mm-hmm. they just don't. But they it wasn't just it was prior to us. I mean, like, oh, I know I PS1 just, and PS2 days like, oh, my God, like finding yeah. oh, weird shit. Was, Mr. You know, it was Mr. Like Mosquito weird and, random shit. Yeah. yeah Irritating I mean, stick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, like, I mean, now it's just like, oh, yeah, that. But I mean, like Parappa the Rapper and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the first Katamari Damase. It's, it's like you, you find these things back then. Now it's just like, oh, yeah, Katamari. We know the, that. The but, industry was so big then people yeah. could take risks. And no well, one can take and, risks anymore. And games didn't cost as much to make. It's become just like movies. Yeah. Sure. You know, there's no middle ground. Yep. It's it's all like, you know, big, budget, huge, whatever, or or indie people where a team of 10 people made this. Yeah. yeah. You so. know, and 10 is big. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, usually it's less. And, you know, and that's why, you know, I hate to say, but there's so many walking simulators is that you don't have to worry too much about mechanics and play balance and tuning sure. and all that. Yeah. It's like it's if you want to tell the story, this is the easiest way to do it is to make sure that your character can navigate the environment and can interact with a couple of things, yeah. but isn't like, all right, you got to switch weapons, you got to be able to shoot correctly, and you know, well, and, yeah, and like, jumping and all that stuff. You know, there's the less mechanics you have, the easier it is to make the game work properly mm-hmm. the what, majority of the time. What was the one? Um, that God is just like it's such a beautiful game, and it was so hard that they just came out with a definitive edition, Ori. Like, or yes, we were like, yeah. oh, this is beautiful. This is like, you know, kind of indie. And then it was just like, oh, wow, you made the game too damn hard. Yeah. Whereas like something like Never Alone. I mean, we were just kind of bitching about these things don't exist, but yet there's something like Never Alone, which is fantastic. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. You know, and yeah. like, I guess, you know, we've just moved more into a, it's a big budget AAA game or we're shooting for art house. Yep. You know, we, we, you know, that's our divide now. We just don't like there aren't the too many of the swearies and sudas out there just going like, yeah, it's fucking wacky. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're still there, but it's not. Yeah. And there's probably plenty that exist, but they're all pixel art, whatever. And mm-hmm. we don't care about them because we're like, I've seen enough pixel art games. Yeah. Like, I, I'm sorry that you could be one of the best games ever, but I, I don't want to look at that anymore. Yeah. 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 I, yeah, I still have a few exceptions, but, but you don't even get like the B tier guys chasing the shooter money anymore either. Partially because that genre has died a bit too, but you know, you're never going to get another spec ops the line ever. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was something which was going to be a routine shooter. And someone came along and was like, what if we did something different? Yeah. Now you can't even, now you can't even just do, Hey, let's copy call of duty and just put one of those out. You can't even do that anymore. Mm hmm. So, as it's the market. Yeah. Well, like I said, you know, like I said, something like Titanfall, a big game with big people knowing what the fuck they're doing, mm-hmm. is still kind of a financial failure at this point. Yeah. It yep. may turn around, but like they're already like, oh shit, we are way underperforming what we expected. Yeah. You know what? And they put it. it they knew what they were doing. It's all when they put it out. They there's a reason they did what they did. There's a reason for it. And to fail? I mean, I don't not, think... not necessarily to fa- to fail. What what I believe and what some people have speculated is that EA was like, if we put these things out and just take a tiny chunk of Call of Duty money, that's that's the chink in the armor for Call of Duty. And then in the next year, maybe we maybe enough people have defected away from Call of Duty that we can just get them. Mm-hmm. And so they sacrifice Titanfall two to just whittle away a little bit at that Call of Duty money. 
that's terrible because it's I know it's a it's a game made by people that know how to make a fucking yeah, game. But it, this is EA and they, they're they weird about business. Their business is weird. Well, it's so weird that they put it out a week after their other big, huge. release. Yes, mm-hmm. they were hoping to sandwich it and uh, just control the narrative, essentially. But anyway, nope. speaking of not B tier games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, the you know, every but year tier sports. Yes. Well, sports. Um <laughs> So every year we get a new wrestling game and I was like, oh, you know, they always suck, but I'm going to get it. But then I was like, you know what? No, I should probably finish one. Yeah. Um. So I went back to finish the fight. I went back to WWE 2K15 because I still had story content to do and uh, realized that the story content I had left was the DLC, the additional add on stuff, which is not very good. But um. And especially because if you want to hear Randy Orton's terrible theme song mm-hmm. a fucking lot. Oh, that's the one where you have to do his story. Thing it's right not here. his story, though. Oh. He's not. You're not playing as him at oh, he all. Just, he's, he's, you're fighting he's just every for time. some reason in the two additional DLC packs. He is in and out of them all the time. OK, like the first one is, is Christian's quest for title. And the second is fucking Mark Henry. His he had an actual storyline at one point and weaving in and out of both of these things is Randy Orton all the goddamn time. Like so, a snake out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> so constant Randy Orton terrible theme song at all times. And God, it was just infuriating. And I realized this is the only place that I can bitch about it. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to mention Jesus. Randy Orton's terrible theme song. <laughs> it returns. Oh, mm-hmm. So bad. One of our most popular episodes on iTunes because people are probably searching <laughs> yes. Randy Orton's terrible theme song. <laughs> right. And they get that download. Well, yeah. you know what? Wow. It's pretty much Wait, that. That's pretty much what it sounds like. Yeah. So yeah, I wrapped that game up. Yeah. So now I can wrap up last year's game. Oh well, great! <laughs> Glad to see you're making progress. Yeah, I'm getting. There. So, what was it? Was it 14? Was it all like Stone Cold storyline one? And what was that? 15. Stone Cold was 16. 15 16? was CM Punk right after he left the company. Yeah, it was the split like CM Punk and Triple oh, H. Oh, 14 Sean. was the uh, Raw versus WWE yeah. WCW yes. one, right? Yeah, yes. the Monday Night Wars one. The, the totally was... scripted one that was totally ridiculous. That one was good. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> so. Wrestling games, mm-hmm. they're dumb. So, um, Sounds like it. I, I, I don't even know how to reconcile the next thing on our list. So it's please, board, board game corner. All right. All right. Uh-huh. The only reason I'm bringing this up is okay. because it kind of relates to our discussion uh, last episode of like Pac-Man Championship Edition and how you know, like when you tweak stuff, you run the risk of making it worse. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I was uh, at my niece and nephew's place. Mm-hmm. Uh, last weekend and my nephew who is five was like let's play some trouble i was like all right <laughs> fuck yeah trouble. Pop- he's like problematic yeah, yeah and he's like it's it's the minions version of trouble i was like oh minions fucking awesome but <laughs> yeah you hate <laughs> the minions huh <laughs> yeah wow well so but minions edition of trouble has uh one twist and it's called the uh sid the siren i think Okay. He's a minion that has a siren. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know what the fuck he is. But inside the Popomatic bubble, you have your standard six-sided die. Mm-hmm. And then you have a die where one of the sides has this guy's silhouette on it. If you pop that and he comes up, you now have Sid on your side. And when you la- when someone lands on your guy, they well, they can't land on your guy. Like, you know, trouble the basis is you're going around the circle and right. when you land on someone else, you bump them back to home. 
Mm -hmm. But if you have Sid the Siren, you can't be bumped. You also need to pop a six in order to leave your home base. So what he proceeded to do was go get Sid, go to my home base and sit on that pace. So I could not move for the rest of the game. <laughs> so they literally put a game breaking thing in it. Hmm. For And even when I popped Sid, he immediately popped it again and got Sid back. And I was like, wow. All right, then. So trouble didn't need Sid at all in it in any way that's true because I, all it did was literally it just broke the game and a five-year-old could figure it out <laughs> which makes me wonder like why the fuck would you do something like that yeah like like what it, why put that in your game just to break it and it makes me wonder what kind of play testing they do on board games mm-hmm. like that if my five-year-old nephew can figure it out pretty quickly none yeah, clearly. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't think there's any playtesting going on on the. Let's slap a name on it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you know whatever. Well, I mean, all they had to do was make the little pieces minions, which they did. They yes. didn't have to add this other fucking right. thing. And that's 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 the problem. I was about to say, like you know, whatever the fifty bajillion different versions of Monopoly there are, they're all play exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Risk, pretty much. You know, there's they decided Risk was a game we're going to redo a thousand times but mm-hmm. they're always just like yeah the pieces look like the thing from the thing so yay uh, <laughs> um yeah <laughs> whatever if we're gonna do a little board but, game tor- uh, corner in the street yeah. are you talking more about minions no i mean that that's it it's just, just yeah. it, it was weird that no, they put a tweak in that literally broke the game immediately that, that's fair i mean unfair i mean it may have been different in four player because he could only but then again he technically could block three of them if he wanted to and just have the one guy going through but you know yeah either way a game breaking addition for no reason it's a terrible name don't game buy don't buy minions trouble is what i'm trying to tell you guys <laughs> all right yeah pro well, tip well i played a new um I'm not, it's not really board game i'll, I'll go with card game mm-hmm. um so i i think we've talked about on here the uh there's a series of them. You've got Resistance. You've got Avalon. They're all kind of the same game. Mm-hmm. You know, the bluffing games. Yeah. Um, I played one that's a little bit of a variation on that. Uh, it's closer to, like, One Night Ultimate Werewolf. It's just called Salem, like the Salem Witch Trials. Huh. Um, and oh, no. it's one of those where certain number of people, depending on how many people are playing, are going to be the hidden thing, in this case, witches. And... Like, remember when we tried to invite random people to play Resistance, which quite honestly is a is a pretty simple game, other than unless your brain can't comprehend bluffing. Like, yeah. certain people just don't get the concept of bluffing. You know, like, that's a foreign concept of how to play cards and keep, you know... I think some keep... people, like, when they sit down in front of a game, they expect all the rules to involve what's on the board right what you're playing yeah. and not like Can't visualize a, a concept like bluffing and yeah. hidden identities yeah so and not like that you're playing a part in the game right so like if you like resistance and you like avalon you know there are there are levels to which you can complicate that you know if you're going for the advanced game um salem is kind of one of those like all right it's 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 just a little bit advanced right off the bat um, so it's, it's pretty cool because depending on how many people were playing, like in the game we had, I think we had eight people playing. There are two witches. Um, and you have 
you have a certain, I think it's six cards in front of you. If any one of them say you're a witch, you're a witch. Mm-hmm. And there are instances where those cards can move to somebody else, but you still retain being a witch, even if your witch card moved to somebody else. Okay. So the number of witch, witches can grow, mm-hmm. um, but like, you know, you don't necessarily know that you're no longer a witch, but you still have to act like it in everything that you do. Okay. Um, and then you've got, uh, like, the only other special roles, there's a constable who kind of, like, is like the police officer kind of, mm-hmm. like, knowing what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's kind of interesting because you're, you're, like, narrowing down people's cards. You're, like, um, kind of almost doing, like, a clue thing where, you're like, I accuse, I accuse, I accuse, and I've accused enough times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to make you flip a card. If it's a witch, you know, we burn you and you're done. Um, yeah. And if you're not, like, if you lose all your cards, then you were just a townsperson. You got accused of being a witch, and oops, you're dead. You know, so oh, no. it's that kind of thing. So like you've basically got to kind of like watch how people are playing slash discuss with them slash bluff. And, you know, you're kind of, you know, much like real Salem, you're inadvertently burning some very innocent people. Mm-hmm. Um, probably all of them. Uh, but, you know, like I said, it's, you know, it's an interesting little kind of variation. It's like, you know, I like resistance in Avalon. I want to take it to that next level of Avalon or Salem is basically that. Yeah. So. so it's for groups that have gotten sick of playing. Yeah, like people, like I said, these these games can be so much fun if you're you know you're in a group of people that like you know have played uh, it before. Like understand how poker works. That's yeah. that's really all I ask. It's just like you know like can you can you keep a straight face with some information? <laughs> you know, yeah. like that's that's really what you need. Yeah. God, I still remember how hard I was just trying to make anything look interesting the last time we tried, mm-hmm. and it got broken. So I just narrowed in on t-strell and just fucking hammered him. oh yeah well like sometimes that's the funniest thing to do especially like the best thing about resistance avalon all is all these is like playing with the same people multiple times because you can almost play with an outlandish strategy and then like when you are in a situation that you shouldn't be using that you mm-hmm. can be boisterous about it like we just had a joke that through sheer happenstance one person was the spy, the whatever thing, the evil person in the game that mm-hmm. we were all trying to hunt out several times in a row. So it just became of every time, well, it's, well obviously it's them because every time it's just mm-hmm. they get picked that card. And so they can play that to their strengths. You know, like yeah. they're like, yeah, you're going to accuse me. Well, I'm going to lean right into it. And yeah, you can use your tells to your advantage. Yeah, it, it's it's like I said, that's that's where these games become the most fun is repeat playing with the same people just to like watch their strategy change. Yeah. And like I said, it's, it's like the people that play World Series of Poker. It's like, I play with you enough times. I just found your tell. Mm-hmm. You know. Yep. So these games right. are fun to me. Yeah. Hmm. So you ready for a mobile corner now? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, did, yeah. Did I say mobile corner? Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> First up. <laughs> Plants vs. Zombies Heroes. Yeah. I, I apologize. Yeah. I'm sorry. I got sucked into that pretty bad um yeah Funny thing is i didn't <laughs> like i i yeah it's it's plants versus zombies that they've made into a card battler mm-hmm. uh you you're basically it's if you can think of all the you know the tower defense things you would have used in plants versus zombies um and treat each item as a card uh that you can get from packs and all that that's pretty much your game, and you build a deck of forty, which you can have multiples of the same thing, but you gotta you gotta have forty cards in the deck, mm-hmm. and you know it's random draw, and you have five lanes to defend, one of which is raised in elevation, one of which is aquatic, and only certain units can use it. Right, and you're defending your hero at the back who has twenty health, 
And you so know, it's it, like Hearthstone meets Plants vs Zombies, essentially. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, and and they have a fun aesthetic, like a comic book aesthetic for all the cutscenes and everything. You know, and one of a, like a, they reference a lot of classic comic book covers, but they have plants and zombies characters in them. It's just it's it's really solid. Like, like as far as the single player goes, it's really good. I've played a few multiplayer matches and they get intense mm-hmm. because there is so much back and forth as far as like you think that you've got them just on the ropes. Like you're like, all right, I just need one more hit and they'll drop five things across every aisle and you just you don't have enough cards to counter it. And then, you know, you've gone from being so far in the lead to just game over. Mm-hmm. It's it's good. Yeah, it, it's 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 good. It's free. As far you know, it's free to play. Of course, um, gems are their currency, and you get some for doing stuff, but it's very small. But for basically, like you know, like in the beginning, it's like oh, you know, kill ten zombie characters. You know, so it's like okay, I killed the ten of them, and you know, I got a hundred gems for that. And then later on, it's like all right, craft this type of unit and use it here. Mm-hmm. You know, so they they kind of change it up, but in general, I mean, it's. I've gotten pretty far as far as a single player goes. I don't know how much further that goes, but you also get points for little three packs of three. You get like hero points for winning missions, you know, and losing missions. You get like five of them and every hundred you get, you can get a free pack, but they're basically common generic cards. You know, it's not like you're going to get the super crazy ones. So, yeah, I mean, but the gems that you you can earn enough to buy new packs. But in general, like I haven't had to get special crazy characters. I'm sure once I've beaten the game and, you know, they're like, all right, now you need to Now you can unlock other heroes. It's kind of that's when I'm when you'd probably consider buying packs if you really cared that Mm. much. But I've had enough fun just with what I've gotten so far in it. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm curious. Did you ever even try hearthstone or you were you just like never did no that's blizzard and no it wasn't that i oh, just okay. i didn't have an ipad like oh. it, it doesn't work on it iphones does, it does now oh it does oh now. absolutely yeah it does. yeah i kind of when it when it was originally released <laughs> sure, yeah. it, was, it was ipad only and i did i don't have an ipad so i never bothered yeah I just, and and computer i'm not gonna I, i'm not gonna sit there and play that type of game on a computer i'm just weird like that mm-hmm. you know but no i never played hearthstone yeah, so, I, but I'm assuming it's pretty damn similar. Well, yeah, you you you've got you have 20 hit points and you're throwing things out there to, in theory, battle them. But when mm-hmm. their things are gone, you're attacking them directly. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's the same basic concept. It's just my my problem with uh, Hearthstone became like all things Blizzard. It's like if you're in from the ground floor, yeah, they're going to deliver you a steady stream of content. But if you like put it down for six months or a year or whatever, yeah, and you come you back, is worthless. You come back and you're like. I don't even know what the fuck is happening now. Like <laughs> what are all the, what cards are good now? I it's like, I've never played this before. Yeah. So that's, that's my problem with Hearthstone. Like if you're, if, if you're dedicated, man, you're just never going to want for new stuff to do. Mm-hmm. And, but yeah, if you so put it down for a little bit, it does Hearthstone work basically where like it's symmetrical decks as far as like, all right, we're, we can all pull from the same pool or is it because plants versus zombies, there's very specific plant cards and there's very specific zombie cards. Now, this is a, this rides the fine line between it's not the idea is like it's magic the gathering, but with simplified rules. Mm-hmm. Um, 
same basic concept of, you know, you're, you're battling creature on creature until the creatures are gone and then you're attacking the person. Mm-hmm. So that's that goes back to magic and probably yeah. before that. Um, but yeah, the, the trick with Hearthstone is like, you know, yeah, you're customizing your deck. And, and the thing is, is like they have different colors. So certain colors are more more powerful to someone else. So if you see somebody's coming in and they're playing mm-hmm. with this, you might be like, oh, well, I normally play a red deck, but I'm going to yeah. switch to, you know, this kind of thing. Well, so, I mean, like they have specific builds people go with. Yeah, I, I think point. I think they, they, they're they based in Hearthstone. It's more based on like the classes in World of Warcraft. Okay. Like you've got a hunter deck, so you've got it's more animal focused and, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I, I it's fun. Uh, single player can get really frustrating. I will say that because there are times where it feels like it knows exactly what you've drawn and it has everything that can counter that perfectly. Mm-hmm. And then some, you yeah. know, but then again, you lose, you get, you know, your five hero points or whatever. And then you go back in the next run and just, you can destroy it in like three rounds. Sure. Cause you just happen to get a better role and they didn't. So, but it's, it's always weird in that it feels like it's cheating sometimes that first mm-hmm. time where you're just like, Oh my God, you just fucking wrecked me. You know? And yeah. I, I miss like it, it's weird like I, I know magic has a game every year you know new edition mm-hmm. of their game magic rules like like I, I know I'm gonna sound stupid and old and nostalgic but like magic rules just kind of became too complicated like there were too many abilities that like yeah. you know you had to understand like okay what does that one do like and okay this creature's flying but then there's like a wall that's can block flying you know like i said you can feature creep yourself to not being fun anymore and they kind of did and um you know in the early days it was like yeah we have like first strike trample and flying and that's about it you know Mm -hmm. like now it's just like there's a thousand different ones but like man like one of the one of these games i think i spent the most time was probably i think like psp days before ps vita Mm -hmm. there was a marvel they they actually made a marvel trading card game i don't remember if it was upper deck or somebody that was a, a battle system one but man, was that that was a damn good like card collecting like custom card right. game back in the day, and it was so good like, and and something about that like most of these is just like I have a, a vague sense of what all the plants do in Plants vs Zombies. This was mm-hmm. like no, I know what Spider Man needs to do. Like you know, it, it it just made more sense. It was like yeah, you know, obviously Spider Man would fight this guy better than that. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, like man, I just I spent so many hours in that. Yeah. Anyway. Mobile games. We're anyway. talking about those. Modern mobile games. Yeah. Uh, I believe this was an iOS like freebie one week, as I think is how I acquired this. Um, like the free app of the week, which, by the way, if you don't check that, you should. Um, I probably should. Yeah. Uh, it was. It's called Impossible Road. Um, it essentially is like an endless runner, but if an, it's like an endless runner, runner meets Marble Madness in first-person perspective. So... Uh, uh. yeah so like all right so it's like it's you know like this ball is moving forward but the the road essentially is flipping 360 degrees so you can really just go left and right but like based on the the degree of drop you may not actually be able to go around a curve you're just gonna have to like fly off and move it such that you land on the next spot because like falling distance doesn't matter Mm -hmm. you know it's just like you know okay i'm going i'm going to turn here and land and it's one of those games like Flappy Bird or anything else is like the best you can hope for is like a two or three minute run. Mm-hmm. Like, like that's a good game. So it's yeah. it's like it's such a good like pick up and 
you know, I need to distract myself for less than three to five minutes mm-hmm. standing in line kind of thing. It's the, it's a great game like that. And it's, it's, it's got cool graphics despite as simple as that sounds like, like what's happening is, is pretty nifty there. Like I said, you, you can't damage from falling too far. I think, mm-hmm. but there is a certain point where you can't completely cheat the game. Like, you know, if you're looking like at, at the road that's laid in front of you, it's just a giant spiral going down. You can't just be like, well, fuck it. I'm jumping off the side, skip six levels and turn in and land it perfectly. If you fall so far, it's just like, all right, you lost, okay. you know, like it's not necessarily fall damage. It's just like, you're off the road for that long. It's more like, dude, dude, dude. Okay. You're, you're just not even on the road anymore. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like I said, it's, so- it must be popular because there's a couple clones already. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, because there's Impossible Road by Wonderful Lasers, and then mm-hmm. there's Impossible Rolling Road by Maneka, and then there's Impossible Rainbow Road Free by Brian Lewis. Oh, great. Yeah. Good job, Brian Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> where there are, where those are free, and of course, Impossible Road is $1.99. So. Yeah, like I, like I said, I got it for free. I don't know. If you're the kind of person that likes to pick up a game like this, it's it's pretty. You know, Watch the mm-hmm. video. Like I said, you, you get the art style right on the little preview video, but... I just I had fun with it, especially for free. Yeah, free is pretty good. Yeah, generally speaking, but a dollar ninety nine is not bad either. No. Uh, speaking of free, still playing Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. They've uh, updated it a bit in that uh, they have daily check ins now. As far as like not daily check ins, but you get a bonus mm. for catching something every day for seven days in a row. And as okay. you get higher, you get way more stuff when you do it. And for uh, spinning a Pokestop every day, it doesn't have to be the same one. Hmm. It's just that when you catch it, it it's it's just kind of the hey, please keep playing our game. Kind of okay. <laughs> and apparently, uh, people have hacked into the Android code, and all the up through two fifty one is in there now. Okay, so people are expecting them to release the second generation Pokemans. Oh boy, soon. more Pokemans! Yeah, yeah. I, d- I definitely got. I, I will admit, I got back into playing it around Halloween because it was like. Double XP. Yeah, and, that's right. That's that's why I added it. Man, and and, and more more shit like doesn't normally drop. Like I think I got a meowth because like oh, yeah. they're never they in were our area. Everywhere. Yeah. 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 The the Halloween event was what the sort of thing they needed to have been doing for a while. Yeah. Because it we were immediately oh shit you know we got a ghastly now you know all these good things mm-hmm. that were Halloween related you know ghosts ghosts and stray cats and that sort of stuff. So, I mean, it was cool that they had, they added those in and, but man, they were everywhere, but it also, it also doubled all of your candy collected per catch. Oh yeah. And then sending it was a professor, a whole bunch of bonuses. Yeah. And it also made everyone use all their balls because stuff was spawning all the time. Mm -hmm. So that, that was nice. I mean, they really need to be doing more of those sorts of, you know, like, all right, for the next four days where, you know, you're double everything. Yeah, because that would get people, you know, get people to come back and do it, and probably go, oh shit, I'm out of balls. I need to buy, spend my couple bucks and get a hundred more. You know, yeah, but yeah. Oh, it's, and uh, side note, sort of tangent. Like we had, uh, this is this is one that is a iPad only game. Um, I think because of the real estate needed, but they made a uh, Pokemon card game. Uh, really essentially for it which is you know it's the same game that kids mm-hmm. have loved and traded cards forever mm-hmm. um yeah but you know free with digital cards uh it's pretty good um but yeah sadly you can only play on an ipad but hmm. I- i've been playing that some because i still got the weird pokemon itch but not so much to like 
play Go religiously. Like I just, I, I think when you yeah. put forty hours into a DS game, you're like, yeah, this is really kind of what I want more. I mean, mm-hmm. it, yeah, I know you want me to go outside, and that's the idea. <laughs> outside, you know, to like be outside and be active, but I don't yeah. know. Like, no, I know what you're saying. And yeah, Sun and Moon are right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Still not doing it. So, um, that leads me into maybe. Possibly micro side discussion. Okay. Do we want to talk about the Switch? I mean, I know we don't have a lot of details, but I mean, talking about the Pokemon's kind of made me yeah. think about it. I I think it's a cool idea that I don't think will be implemented in any way, shape, or form the way they showed it in that video. Okay. Yeah. Like, like, I like the idea of, oh, well, you know, you just swipe the stick off and now you have a little NES controller. Mm-hmm. that you can use and mm-hmm. you got a screen with you but apparently that screen is the system yeah uh, like the dock is straight up just power uh, just a power a charge and an output to a tv probably yeah. like ethernet and i guess nintendo has just accepted their fate as hey man you got a ps4 but you also want to play some nintendo games right or hey, you got an Xbox One, but you also want to play some Nintendo games, right? Or, hey, you got a PC, but you also want to play some Nintendo games, right? Yeah. They will always be the secondary system. They will never be like, man, I got to switch. Like, people that play video games, like, that's not, it's never going to be their primary system. Yeah, I I mean. With that said, I think it's cool what they're doing. Yeah. I, I like the controller design a lot in that it's, you know, basically symmetrical and it can be flipped and. Mm hmm. I like the idea of that. Yeah. All right. So the reason I really brought it up is like having finally gone through a Pokemon game and I can't even imagine the people that are you're you know, you're in and you're out waiting for a new mm-hmm. one. Um, Sun and moon right around the corner. Switch coming out in the spring, supposedly, I believe. March. March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know there won't be a Pokemon game on day one, but it's got to hurt the sales. Cause like, I mean, the first thing I think is like, if, 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 if indeed the, the Wii and the DS are now the same system, like mm-hmm. if, if this is their one console handheld to rule them all, I want Pokemon games on it. I want to, I mean, I don't want to play a Pokemon game on the DS. It's just the only way you can play the RPG yeah. one. Yeah. And I, you know, I've always said, why would you give me a 30, 40 hour game on a little handheld? Yeah. That's kind of crazy. So, I mean, like I said, and that's what chased me off of playing Pokemon yellow. Right. I was just like, man, I'm nowhere in this game and I've played it for like seven, eight hours (laughs) now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they have, they have a weird, they have a weird curve to them where like, you feel like you're doing nothing. All of a sudden it's just like, yeah, I've got all the Pokemans. Let's go beat this shit. You know, Mm -hmm. it's just, there's a weird curve. All of a sudden they're like, yeah, Yeah. why am I grinding? This is dumb. I don't need this (laughs) for this game. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, like I, I'm ready to go out and get, pokemon sun or moon but like the thought of like right around the corner if there's if they decide to drop a version on the switch well have they shown it as having a touch screen at all oh i i don't know yeah because that's the only thing that makes like, it will ds be. versions of it weird it, it will be i'm sure okay. it will be yeah okay yeah i mean it it still interests me but the big question is battery life for one on that screen yeah and for two, just durability and what they're going to have. I mean, I, I did see, you know, they've said, we've got a ton of third party doing stuff, but if that extends beyond launch, because the Wii U, it certainly didn't. It was like, we got a bunch of third party launch games and then nothing, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, Wii U is 
literally shut down production, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, a decent little system. I, I still kind of want to get one, but it's also like, I don't know if I, if there are enough games for me to even justify that, but, the, yeah, the problem- but it's kind of like, and maybe that's just me being crazy and having like, I have every system. Yeah. Right now. <laughs> like, you know, I have everything going back to freaking. Well, honestly, like selling my Vita was actually kind of liberating because I was like, yeah, now I don't have every system. Yeah. Like I it was actually, that. it was actually like I had them all like mm-hmm. current gen things. And I was like, I can play this on any, well, not like an Ouya or crap like that, but I'm saying yeah. like, you know, like <laughs> real, <laughs> real, systems. real systems. I mean, like, you know, I mean, within reason, I mean, you know, you always find the weird shit. Um, and it, like, I don't have a VR kit or whatever, but you know, for, for the most part, I mean, the standard things, I have them all and like getting ri- like selling one and being rid of it was like, all right. Like that's, that's a whole thing I can be done with. And like, I almost kind of wish I, you know, I'm a late uh, arriver to the Nintendo world. I kind of wish I never came because, yeah, Nintendo games are pretty, a lot of them are pretty fucking awesome. And, like, it, it locks you into, like, here's another thing I have to have because I like these some of these Nintendo games, and that's the yeah. only place they're going to be. The, my biggest thing about what's both amazing and terrible about the Nintendo uh, infrastructure is buying buying into the Nintendo infrastructure you're you have this cool system like the Wii U with its slick controller and you know I can play it on my TV or I can take it with you know it's sort of like the switch earlier version especially with uh, the virtual console stuff mm-hmm. like I can go in the other room and play punch out on the screen or take it in there and play it on the TV but the fact that it's locked down to device is why I would encourage you heavily not to get a Wii U now yeah. I mean, unless like one of their last announcements is, yeah, it's going to be like Steam, you know, like you, you own my, you know, punch out, nice. fe- punch out featuring Mr. Dream, you know, cause we can't have Mike yeah. Tyson anymore, but no. like you own that and like, yeah, yeah I already own it on the Wii. It's so. on your, yeah, it's on your DS. It's on your Wii. It's on your Wii U and it's on the switch. If they mm-hmm. do that, that encourages me to say, yeah, whatever, buy, buy things. But I, you know, I have not a huge library, but I've got. 10 games or 20 games that I bought on virtual console that when my Wii you you goes away it's like yeah those are gone that's that's just gone hmm. so yeah so, I don't know I mean I'm I'm still interested I'll be interested to see what price they go with yeah, as well price is the key yeah I'm I'm just afraid like a Wii or a Wii I'm going to stop saying this that stupid world a, a Nintendo console can't be more than $300 it just yeah. can't yeah. It's it's Nintendo and it's for kids and you can't go above three hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. If that means piecing out things that are accessories that may not be needed, you just have to hit three hundred dollars. Like mm-hmm. you just can't do more than that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's true. Yeah, because that, that you know, even at three hundred, I'm like I can't get a Wii U. I can't do this. Right. Well, I, I'm you just know? saying that that is. I'm saying that's a maximum. But mm-hmm. if if they if they package it right and they say $300 gets you both our console and it's a portable, that starts sounding a lot more appealing. You know, like if yeah. instead of buying a $250 Wii U and a $150 DS, it's like, here's the thing, you know, yeah. and all games are coming to it. Yeah. It'll you know, be and, interesting. And to also, see. also we've opened up our library to be, you know, universal to whatever device you bring. Cause yeah. that, that'd be another thing. Like here's, you've got, you've got this portable thing that we're hoping is durable, but if you drop it and they send you another one, the fuck's wrong? Your, your virtual console's gone. Like all that shit's yeah. gone because it's locked to one device. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's that's a big, big question mark. Yep. 
But I mean, it's they're doing something different, and I'm sure there'll be a bunch of weird fucking accessories for that thing to slide those little controllers sure. into. But it looks cool as hell right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's definitely a different different thing to be going with. Yep. But you guys want some emails? I do. Yes, sir. We got we got lots of emails. We actually uh, this one from Josh came in way long ago. Okay, I think okay. we missed it last episode. So if you can imagine, it's been sitting around for a while. But uh, it's called Lando Had It Tougher. He says, hail NQCast. <laughs> yes. Hail. hail. Josh from Corpus Christi here. I know it's been a while, but I've been inspired to speak up. On the on a recent episode, you guys were discussing how cool it would be for the new Battlefront to ditch the traditional Death Star trench run in favor of Jedi's Death Star. And let me politely say, fuck that shit. <laughs> I suppose I should explain. Uh-huh. Last December, I inexplicably inexplicably felt drawn to finally complete the SNES or SNES as some say Super Star Wars trilogy they're still as balls hard as you might have imagined heard experienced but after figuring out the little eccentricities of gameplay I managed to blow through them in over a week or so that is until the end of Super Return of the Jedi I've beaten a lot of ridiculous shit I beat Ninja Gaiden on the NES I beat the damn NES Jekyll and Hyde game (laughs) I finished COD 4 on Veteran and nailed the Mile High Club achievement. None of this prepared me for the madness of Lando's Death Star escape. Piling the Millennium Falcon through seemingly endless waves of LSD-inspired Husafudge was one of the most horrific experiences I've ever endured. Look it up on YouTube to see for yourself. It took days and days of re-entering that damn password to pull it off, but I did it. And you know what? I never want to have to do that in any other game ever again. (laughs) Sorry, just had to get that shit out of my system. Entirely unrelated... But I'm finally catching up with the rest of the world and getting a PS4 of my own within the next month or two. I intend to immediately get Doom and the Wolfensteins. I love New Order enough on last gen to rebuy. But I have to ask you guys if you have any picks of value to offer to a late adopter like myself. And of course, I've had PS Plus for years and already snagged all the free stuff there. Anyway, keep on doing what you do because now I can play all the games you guys have been discussing. Hit that biggest ramp with all of my never-ending love. Josh sent from my big-ass ramp. <laughs> Wow, that's a lot to take in. Okay, yeah. so I I believe when we were requesting Death Star two instead of Trench Run, I, did we not specifically bring up Super Return of the Jedi? I honestly don't remember. Okay, that was well, months I mean, ago, I, if I didn't, it's my bad because I said that because that level can eat a bag of dicks, and <laughs> I want to play it in a game that's more fun. <laughs> so. Like I said, I my my point was we've we've had a thousand iterations mm-hmm. of of LFG trench run. I want LFG yeah. whatever that was exhaust tube yeah. run. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, just because like it was, I remember enjoying it despite it being really hard in Super mm-hmm. Return of the Jedi. And at the time, it was just one of those things where we didn't have enough games, so it yeah. being hard was part of the challenge and the longevity of a game. Uh, longevity? 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, judicial system. Um, but a- like I said, that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only game in the history of games I can think of that have that that has that sequence. Am I- uh, well, Lego Star Wars 2 okay. has that sequence. All right. And getting the achievement for not getting hit during that sequence can fuck off. <laughs> sure. But I have it but it can fuck off. Sure. Because once you get into the reactor core and you're trying to do all that, it, it, okay. can, it can fuck off. Hey, I, I yeah. could be wrong. All I was saying is we've we've seen countless iterations of it's of more vi- Yeah, it, and it's more visually interesting. You have more opportunity to try to do different stuff along the way. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, 
And like I said, it, oh, uh, that last thing about LFG Trench Run, if you've never taken the time to find yourself an actual arcade, yes, they still exist, if it's Dave and Buster's or whatever, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you haven't tried that Star Wars battle pod oh, thing, yeah. fucking hell, you need to do that. Because I do need to do that. Just doing Trench Run... Honestly, like the Rogue War, or not Rogue One, the um, Force Awakens shit got me too. Like it's just, it's it's an experience. Like mm-hmm. I said to me, like that is the closest I feel I can come to VR right now. Yeah, because it's like this all-encompassing screen and mm-hmm. it blows wind in your face and shit. So, nice. um, like because VR doesn't work for me, as we stated mm-hmm. earlier, like that's yeah. that's a thing to me that, that it feels like it. Yeah. Hmm. We actually stated that earlier during the break. Did we? Yeah. We were just talking about VR during the break? Yeah. Sorry. It's okay. No, it was during the break. These people aren't yeah. hearing it. The, the YouTube live stream, they get to. Yeah. They know okay. what's Bonus up. for them, but. but. Yeah. Harlow can't do VR. No. Can't do VR. Yeah. But uh, as far as this picks a value on a PS4, I'd nah. say Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can get that dirt cheap. Yep. That's uh, still very much worth playing. Alien Isolation, now that it has an easy mode, I think. Is That's, worth you know getting for ten bucks or less, which I believe you can now. Also you may cheap, be able to get yeah. the entire like all the DLC and everything for less than ten bucks. Yeah, if it's point. if it's your kind of thing, I, I believe Chuck will wholeheartedly, emphatically agree with Until Dawn. Yes, please get Until Dawn. Um, like I said, if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. But um, and I, I mine would be if you can find and you didn't play them last time, the Uncharted collection, just yeah. because of how much game there is. There. I think that's only twenty bucks now. Yeah, uh, I mean, digitally. Like if you didn't play, if you didn't play, I think you said you had a uh, PS3, but if you didn't play those, then Uprezed and all that. Mm-hmm. And the the Last of Us is really cheap too. Yeah, that's again, that's a I know that's a remaster, but it's a damn good game. Yeah, and if you haven't played them, well, it's yeah. If you hadn't played them on PS3, this is the version to get because it's like a solid frame rate. Whereas mm-hmm. on PS3, they were jaggy as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. That's 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 probably good enough. Yeah, I'm just trying to think of like any other standouts. And he's got PS Plus, so yeah. Know. If if you've been going You're along, along hopefully you got pile. hopefully you got stuff like Resogun because yeah, it's pretty fucking awesome. Still, <laughs> I haven't played it in like a long time, but it's that's still damn fun. Yeah, and, and I believe there's a Super Stardust on PS4, which yep. is pretty damn good too. Yep, yep. So there you go. You you now have a a small collection going. Mm-hmm. I just I, I think that'd be awesome about like just having collected all the games in PS plus for however long. And then like suddenly you get the console that it it's for. And it's just like oh, yeah. this deluge of games. So yeah, it's pretty great. Also, uh, turn down the volume on your controller when you play Resogun. Save oh, the last human. <laughs> Jesus. Yes, please. Just, just warning you. <laughs> I, I, that's another thing. Like as far as like quirky, uh, control sounds and stuff, you know, the promise of the Wii U. Um, I, I like what new, uh, I like what new games are doing. Like, Call of Duty isn't like, hey, we're going to put all the communication through your controller. Cause that's kind of dumb, but it does like the beep, beep, ksh, ksh, you know, noise from your controller. Mm-hmm. Like, nice. I like things like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Uh, next one's up from JT from Saskatoon. <laughs> What's so funny about his <laughs> just JT from Saskatoon? Because that's not that's not like. Uh, hi, JT from Saskatoon here. It's like the, the handle is JT from Saskatoon. Yeah. Well, I mean, no offense to Saskatoon, but like, it's a funny town name. It's a great name. Because it's, it yeah. sounds, it sounds old timey like a spittoon. Yep. And I'm not comparing your town to a spittoon, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, 
Yeah, but, but it's and, and you know what I mean. But like it's also that. it's also spelled how it sounds. <laughs> yes. it's, yeah. it's a good it's a good town name. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, his email is titled "Video Game Copycat." He says, "Hey guys, JT from Saskatoon here. <laughs> Glad to hear you're finally recording a new episode." Yay! The two quick questions: One, how do you feel about video games that copy another's style, like how Saints Row One and Two were straight up GTA clones before morphing into everything that's right and true about the absolute fun and abandon of playing video games in Saints Three and Four and Get Out of Hell? Mm-hmm. And two, what games are your comfort food? The games you play when you, life has you down and you just need some sweet release. Hmm. Mine would include Street Fighter, Darkstalkers, and Batman the Arkham games, and the previously mentioned Saints Row series. Seriously, Saints 4 is my jam. The best interpretation of The Matrix, the soundtrack, and the, uh, and the They Live level with Rowdy Rowdy Piper, RIP, and Keith motherfucking David as the pre- vice president. Anywho, looking forward to hearing the new episode soon. Crash and Burn sent from my phone while surrounded by the alcoholic zombies from Street Trash. Yeah. So first up, Clone games, games that games that copy another style. Um, I have strong feelings about this. <laughs> I think we've talked about it before yeah. in that. Yeah. If somebody has figured out a system that works, use it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, OK. Yes. To a point. Like, all right. Saints Row was fine because at that point in time, Rockstar was like everything else bad. Mm-hmm. Like we're only putting this on PlayStation, mm-hmm. and yeah. so on the 360, they had no intention. You know, they, were, they had no intentions of making all the old GTAs available to them. So Saints Row came along and said, "Yeah, we know we're copying that game, but that's all there is. We're all you have mm-hmm. if you want to play it on the system." Okay. I, I, I can get behind that. My my problem becomes things like whatever the hell that threes clone was, all the things yeah. that um God damn it, what's the thing that we hate? Zynga. Oh, Every yeah. single copycat motherfucking well, game. Well yeah, they mo- make. mobiles definitely. And yeah. but but I mean even like game dev tycoon basically copying game dev story. Yeah. You know, like beat for beat. Like I, I understand you know, you're putting it on a thing that it isn't otherwise available, mm. but like you have to change it some. Like copying the style is one thing, but just straight up fucking copying the game is not cool. Yeah. Like words with friends, motherfuckers, is just Scrabble and they're reaping benefits off of, you know, yeah. This this other a thing. A design you can't patent. Right. <laughs> yeah. So like I said, I have a problem with that because they made billions of dollars off of stealing a thing. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. But so, on the same token, like you give me a game where you're using Batman Arkham Asylum's fighting system, mm-hmm. I will play the fuck out of that game. Absolutely, I don't care what skin you put on it. Yeah, as long as it controls close to how Batman. Because there's something that Rocksteady has done that, like, even games that are kind of like that, like uh, uh, Shadow, like Middle Earth Shadow Mortar, Mortar was pretty damn close. It's close, but like it's missing that something, you know. But it's still, I'd rather play something like that, you know. I I like uh, what was it? It was Lords of the Fallen, which is basically like, hey, man, we know you guys like Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. So here are those mechanics in a different type of setting. And we're like, all right, sign me up. So, yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I think copying style is fine. Straight up copying a game. Not good. Pretty yeah. much under any circumstance. Like I said, the only exception is the publisher is being dumb or has some dumb exclusivity deal or something like that. Mm hmm. If you know, if I can't get a game style and you want to more or less copy it, all right, I suppose I'll let it slide. But yeah. So uh, comfort food games. Hmm. 
I hate to keep bringing up Batman, but I could just go in a challenge room and just wreck stuff. Yeah, I and could. it feels great. Uh, driving in Forza, I was going to say Forza, like just yeah. driving around, not even like doing stuff. Yeah, and Burnout Paradise was like that too. That, that I think that's kind of what sucked me in way back when I went for a hundred percent was just mm-hmm. like, I'm just going to drive around this place and listen to fucking Paradise City. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, um, like I said, I, it's so weird because. I, I devout. I was a Sega kid growing up, and I devoured all of those. But like, in you know, not too much later in life. But like when I had my own money, that's when I kind of like discovered Nintendo and playing NES games. So mm-hmm. any one of the first three Mario's um, or Punch Out, like I can just yeah, I can dive back into those immediately, and it's just it's muscle memory. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I mean, I mean Punch Out's like the game, like it, it's it's the thing I I I have owned it on like every Nintendo console it's ever been available mm-hmm. on, like every DS. I don't care. I understand that I'm going to lose it between things. I still buy it every time. Like Punch Out is just that one. Um, obviously FTL's been <laughs> surviving with me for forever, yeah. and I mean it's Civilization. I mean I know they add new bells and whistles, but like I said, for 25 years. I've essentially been playing the same game, you know, <laughs> the, yeah. the base idea is still there and I, I can lose myself for hours. And, and like, unlike some games, I, you know, I come out of it and I'm like, cool, time well spent. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't do that. Like, motherfucker, what time <laughs> is it? Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like Diablo three was like that for us earlier this year mm-hmm. where it was just like, man, I don't really feel like playing anything else. Like, like this just feels good. Yeah. Running around murdering stuff as a crusader, and, and like I said, I mean to put that on the console, like man, that was that was transcendent. Like I mean, the number of hours I spent playing Diablo one, two, and even three on the clicky clicky mouse, and then it was like, I mean, I can I can lean back and just casually push a button that make mm-hmm. it doesn't make an annoying clicky noise. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, that that is one thing. Um, was it? It's Infinite Warfare, right? That has the Raven logo come up. Like that made me sad. <laughs> that yeah. still makes me sad. Yeah. Like I like Infinite Warfare, but I see the Raven logo and I'm just like, guys, why? Yeah. Like anyone can make shooty game. Yeah. Like, please, Raven. Like <laughs> I want an Ultimate Alliance, or I'd even take another Wolverine game. Oh. Just come on, Raven, please. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Yep. It's disappointing because mm-hmm. they made some of the best games. Yeah. Yeah, they made some cool shit. They made that that Wolfenstein game that I really liked. Oh, really? Yeah, God. that that one on 360. I think it was just uh, called Wolfenstein, yeah. but it was all. Oh, that one I meant to meant to play through. Yeah, yeah. It's a shame. Yep. Now they're just doing map packs. Yep. Or did they do zombies mode or something like they that? They do or? one of those components. Yeah. God, I know. Fucking dumb. I know. All right. Uh, next one up is from sunny California. Who says hello, crew? I'm looking to upgrade my computer for Phantom Pain. I am serious. I am looking to... <laughs> I'm trying to 75% ground zeros right now for all my sick bonuses. I'm presently only planning on upgrading my video card, RAM, and fans. Would you consider anything else to get draw distance and shadows up quickly? I'd, it's pretty much all video card these days. I mean, yeah. if, as long as you're... I mean, we, we've, we've kind of hit a brick wall in processors. I mean, if you've got above a 2, 2.5 gigahertz... Mm-hmm. You're not going to see that much difference from upgrading. You know? Yeah, like, there's that's very the few thing. games that are processor heavy. I think the new Hitman is one of the few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, 
the difference between a, a low end and a high end processor these days is like, yeah, maybe number of cores, but it's like mm-hmm. it goes from two point four to four gigahertz, and that's it. You know, yeah. like I mean, we haven't grown grown past that really without yeah. overclocking. Yeah, and as far as RAM goes, like I, I remember when I was building mine, I was going to put thirty two in. I was going to put two sixteen gig sticks in, and mm-hmm. you're like. Don't bother. Like yeah, you only need so two real. eights. Like sixteen, you're barely going to tap into that. Yeah, you could. You time. could probably survive with eight. That's the crazy thing. Yeah. I mean, that's that. Okay, so that that's a small advantage. Is like newer um, PC and motherboard architectures can use faster RAM. Mm-hmm. So it's not necessarily quantity, but it's it's the speed. Um, yeah. But really, pe- if you don't have an SSD, that's probably the biggest. That's not going to affect you. Gonna... All right. So I yeah, was, I, I guess was, it's not going to help draw to say I, I was talking with a friend of mine and, and you know, he was trying to build a kind of a budget gaming PC and um, really like I, I love my SSD because I, you know, I don't want loading times. And I, you know, I, I kind of like being that dick who after we talked about Just Cause 3, I'm like loading screens. <laughs> but yeah. that's, you know, that's the SSD factor. But like that's loading times. Like once it's loaded and it's in your video card, yeah, it doesn't your matter. hard drive doesn't really fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, that new 1050 is probably your sweet spot if you're looking for budget. That that's supposed to be a hell of a card for not very much money. Yeah, the 1060 I got was 250 with a 20 dollars mail-in rebate. This thing's like 150, and it's supposed to yeah. kick some serious ass for budget gaming. Yeah. So. Yeah, I I have had zero complaints about my 1060. I can tell you that. But, yeah, but it's you know, PC. It's only locked by how much you you really want to spend <laughs> like honestly that's what's said yeah now, now keep in mind something you figured out um that i guess we we weren't aware of you going into it is um anything in the 60 range now and lower is not uh sli a bull <laughs> yes correct yeah so yeah so you, if that you, matters you, to if you, you if you if you're going like well i'll get a 60 now and i'll add another one later no nope. you, you got to be 70 or 80 or higher range now yeah in the, the... I, in my experience even even with that, using SLI was more hassle than it was worth. Yeah, well, because it introduced a lot of weird issues. The theory is, is like, okay, I'll buy this now and double my capacity down the line. But man, these cars just don't drop in price like they should. Like when the ten, th- when the ten series, ten X series came out, mm. I was like, yeah, I'll be able to grab a nine seventy for cheap. Nope, no, it's like the same price as a ten seventy, like right about. It's yeah. like didn't drop at all. It's weird. It's like trying to buy older RAM for an older computer. It it's is like that, that. Those prices are higher than buying rip jaws. Yeah, I mean, like maybe you know six, three, six, three to six months before the ten series came out, I might have found a sale mm-hmm. where they were like, "We know this is about to go away," but then I think it's like we're holding on to the stock because now we're going to grab the SLIers. You know, like <laughs> just people mm-hmm. that have just been waiting is like, "Yeah, well, you know, you have that card." <laughs> yeah. So. But yeah, I mean, honestly, like chasing the SLI dream is, I think, at this point, is just stupid. Just buy the card you need it upright because, yeah. you know, if I were to, you know, granted, I thought maybe I could find a hundred to two hundred dollar another nine seventy, not the three to four hundred it's supposed to be, and mm-hmm. it hasn't dropped at all. Yeah. Like it's still three hundred bucks, and so by that token, I could have bought a eighty series or better and been fine right off the bat. So. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, PC gaming, man. Mm. Yeah, if, if you're upgrading the fans, like you might consider liquid cooling, but it's, I, I've realized it's not going to help your noise level at all because there's still two fans attached to the radiator. So that doesn't yeah. matter. No, just like it just allows you to 
just crank look, up, yeah. crank it up. Look for, look for the, you know, go to somewhere like Newegg. You don't have to buy there. You know, I'm not endorsing them, but like they have good tech specs. So like you want something that has high CFM, which is like cubic feet per minute or something mm-hmm. like that, which means, you know, how much cooling it's getting. And then look at the decibels. You know, yeah. you want something that's going to pump a lot of air, but be quiet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, next one is from Dave, a.k.a. Robopig, which uh, this one's titled, um, actually... No. Oh no. He says uh he says last episode I asked about extra life involvement. Just wanted to follow up so your listeners are aware. While they do promote a specific day late October or early November each year, you can do your extra life marathon any day of the year. I just don't want anyone thinking they can't do it based on the planned day. And if anyone has any questions concerning extra life, please send them my way. So my team are planning on some burnout paradise action on November fifth as part of our extra life streams. Think you guys might have heard of that game? Thanks, Dave, aka Robopig. Well, Which what, that, that what, came in right after our last one. What game? Uh, Burnout Paradise, and they've already streamed. Burnout, it. yeah, it, it's it's a, probably a shooting game. It's like the fifth one in the Burnout series, I believe. It came out after Revenge. Burnout went open world. You can't really crash into anything because your car explodes the second it gets near it. Well, so. That sounds weird. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, I complained that I can't do it because basically my father-in-law's birthday is always going to be around the first weekend of November, or at least when we celebrate it is going to be then. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so maybe I, I do it in April or something. You know, we set up just like a time completely far away from the normal time because it feels like if you do it a week before or a week after, people are like, eh, whatever. You know, especially a week after, nobody's going to give a shit about you. Be like, oh yeah, we already spent all our money on the thing last last week, right? Yeah, because really, I mean, the point is to raise money. It's not just like to, hey, man, I want to play rock band for twenty four hours. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Every year, I'm like, man, that sounds like a thing that would be kind of fun to do, and we just end up kind of never doing it i mean what so the idea is basically just to do a 24-hour stream or is it like up to your discretion of how long you do it is that uh i think there i think some people have done 12 but the idea is to do a 24 okay so i mean in and and so many of you know people use teams yeah i was gonna say in theory like the four of us would play six hours each right yeah yeah yes yeah yeah just tap out like i'm not a young man anymore yeah. I can't stay up 24 straight hours, and I sure as hell can't play video games for 24 straight hours. Oh, man. You got you got thumbs. I you could, can I, do it. You're right. I could do that. I could do that easily, actually. Yeah. I could do it with Civ. You give me a Civ. Uh, shit. Give me a Pikmin game, and like, I no problem. Like, easy. <laughs> yeah. I, I played a 14-hour Pikmin day without even meaning to. <laughs> okay. Like, just one time. I was just like, I woke up one day. It was like Pikmin 1, I think, mm-hmm. and it was just like, I was like, Fuck, sun's down. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> like, what happened? I didn't eat or anything. <laughs> mm-hmm. I barely got up and used the bathroom. Hmm. No. All right. Yeah. But anyway, so we we might do one. Yeah, we've Solicit always wanted donations, to. So. But yeah, we'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, uh, next one up's from Hunter. This one's called Underrated Gems. Hunter, the Reckoning, Redeemer. Yep. Yeah, that is a underrated gem. <laughs> yeah, he says, hey, guys. Sorry. At the time I'm composing this email, I suppose you guys are all a bit depressed right now. So this will be a good time to ask a question about misery and disappointment. Great. Yeah, you you nailed the right week to ask us about that. Uh, My current favorite game of the year, Battleborn, just released its second to last hero, and the promised DLC storylines are dropping for the season pass holders. It's an excellent game, but its small and loyal fan base is completely aware of its lack of popularity. It was overshadowed by Overwatch and had a lackluster marketing campaign, not to mention it's supported by what is quickly becoming one of my least favorite publishers in 2K. The whole thing reminds me of Blur, which was an excellent combat racer with tons to offer and came close to being my favorite game of the last generation. It got beaten by the highly inferior rubber banding fest that was split second 
And after releasing another underrated game in 007 Bloodstone, developer Bizarre Creations was shuttered. So what so-called failed games do you guys think deserve better treatment? Are there any games that you love that, for whatever reason, just seem to get crapped on by people? Your buddy, Hunter. Except for my piece of Canadian real estate, which has suddenly grown in value exponentially. <laughs> you don't say, Hunter. Uh, I love Split Second, so I can't quite uh, go there with him. But I like Blur, too. I mean, to me, it wasn't a either or. I, I get it if like one beat the other sales-wise. And- but those games killed each other. They came out yeah. the same week. Yeah. You know? I mean, you can't have two niche, not franchise racers come out the same week. It's a bad idea. Yeah, man. Dante's Peak Volcano. Exactly. Well, and, and also <laughs> Blur's problem that really doomed it was people got what they needed out of the beta. Yeah. You know, people played that beta and were like, yeah, this is pretty sweet. This is kind of fun. And then it was like, oh, yeah, I played most of the beginning of this game, haven't I? You know, mm-hmm. it was like everyone was kind of like there, were, there wasn't that much more there after that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which clearly there was if Hunter, you know, deemed it one of the best games of the generation for him. But. So here's what's weird is like, I feel like every game I've ever really latched onto and go, why aren't people playing this? They either eventually do or a sequel comes out and then people do Mm -hmm. because I mean, it's pretty obvious. I, how many times on this show have I said just cause two Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then just cause three came out and we're like, just cause I'm like, (laughs) yeah, motherfuckers. (laughs) I was just, I was saying that five years ago, Mm -hmm. like, and that one's still kind of better. It doesn't look as good, but it's, they kind of better like overall but yeah yeah i i don't know like uh, you know i i can't think of anything because you know like i feel like every quest i've ever gone in and eventually it's like people come around to it in some weird way like like i i from the very beginning i was like you should probably give these saints row games a try and then like by the third one it was like yeah saints row i'm like yeah i mean yeah yeah but the saints row games like especially when it got to three when when it really clicked for me to where i was like oh my god this is speaking to me there were still so many dismissive people of eh i'm more of a grand theft auto guy i'm like look you can be both Mm -hmm. not everything has to be a fucking war this game is fucking awesome and there is no gta game right now so maybe i don't know get your head out of your ass and have some fun yeah and listen to kanye's power (laughs) <laughs> it's your only yeah. excuse to get power stuck in your head. The only one? <laughs> yes, the only one. Uh, all right. Um, yeah, we mentioned earlier Spec Ops The Line. Uh, for me, that game is something that... I mean, there were there was enough people saying, hey, this is something pretty cool, but not enough, I don't think, certainly. Um, but, you know, again, mm-hmm. I mean, th- there are a lot of little games that I champion that I don't want mass market appeal for. That that has always been something to me that just kind of ruins it. And it's not being a hipster or anything. It's just like when people kind of discover something that I like and then make a big deal out of it, they usually do it either in the wrong way or for the wrong reasons. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm glad you like it, but no, that's not why you well, should like it. Okay. I mean, it's, it's sad and it's cynical, but I, I, I think to that point something that you love, that's like a beloved thing that you feel like is yours mm-hmm. when it becomes popular just as many people are going to love it and then people are going to reject it because people love it. Sure. And that's what you don't want to hit is that p- critical point where it's like, oh, everybody likes this game. Fuck that game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, did you even play it or did you just like you decided that before you even touched it? Because yeah. I'm different. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, like, I mean, that, that's the kind of the problem is there's no such thing as like this perfect 10 out of 10 game where everyone agrees. Right. Because there's got to be that guy like, 
Yeah, Fallout Four. I mean, yeah, there's always an Armand sorry, White I, out there. I'm sorry, that's me, and I'm not like <laughs> I, I stated. There's nothing wrong with the game. It's just to me, it's time has passed it by. But mm-hmm. like everyone loved Fallout Four, and then there's somebody who's just like Fallout Four, yawn. You know, it's like <laughs> that's not my reaction. I was just like I have moved past and can't devote the time required to play this game. Mm-hmm. That's where I came from. It was like yeah, the like manual saving and all that is I've, I've become broken i'm a i'm a full-time worker part-time gamer sadly at this point in my life and i can't i can't live my life fallout style anymore you know like <laughs> yeah no I'd, you know I'm so, you, man. like i said i'm not i was never knocking the game i was just like i was like wow this is a product out of time which is awesome i guess you know like mm-hmm. it you know the inclination would be like Raven says, Hey, we're making a new Marvel ultimate Alliance. You know, everyone would go like, well, what's new? What's better. I'm like, just make one again, but look, make it look prettier. Like yeah. don't fuck with it. Like just yeah. don't. Which add, apparently the remake was just sucked <laughs> or the, the, you know, the remake was just like, there's nothing worth getting this remaster. Uh, that, of it. that is, ins- that was insane. Well, yeah. And they pricing. wanted to, yeah, that is insane. Yeah. But, but mm-hmm. thank you for ones that I think deserved more of a shot. Um, I actually enjoyed Force Unleashed, which I think has a bad rep these days. Partly because of two, two. yeah, it's all two. Well, yeah, two, two is bad. But like Force Unleashed one, uh, like as far as the reviews go, everyone was like, yeah, it's kind of all right, but it it does go a little long. But at least it's doing things different in each level. It's not like two was where it was like, all right, well now you're going through this level backwards because we made three <laughs> levels, you know. And uh, DJ Hero also, I think, was a game yeah. that was considerably better than it ever should have been. Mm-hmm. Soundtrack was great, and it just didn't catch on because of timing, yep. you know. But I, that game for me is kind of like why I would want to keep my 360 around because I'd want to go back and play more of that. And Crackdown 2 got a bad rap from us, especially, but the that's one where there's one caveat and it's that get the rocket boots DLC mm-hmm. because the rocket boots make that game a billion times more fun because you can just navigate so easily through that area. But you know, I always love the idea of like, okay, here's the city. Okay. Now here's, here's the city from the first one. Now here it is just wrecked and overrun with zombies, mm-hmm. which was kind of cool or mutant says the game called him, I believe. But yeah, I mean, I, I think, Crackdown 1 kind of surprised everyone, and then everyone expected a little bit too much of Crackdown 2. Yeah. and But I think that game was actually pretty great. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've had games over the years that I'm like, no, you don't understand. Like, this is better than it should be mm-hmm. kind of games where, be it licensed or whatever, where you just mm-hmm. become dismissive. I, you know, plenty of them. Like, yeah. Well, X Men Origins Wolverine is like the king of that. Sure. Yeah. Like, it's like, like it's a fucking movie tie-in mm-hmm. for Wolverine for, and, for a shit movie. And, yeah. And it's fucking awesome. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like, rated like, like it is just straight up awesome. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, yes, it's it's a God of War knockoff, mm-hmm. but I don't care. It's fucking Wolverine, mm-hmm. and it works. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's this is going way back, but I used to always tell people like how good this game was. I'm sure it's utter shit now but like remember when the Def Jam made those uh, fighting, oh, yeah. fighting games yeah <laughs> those were fun as hell yeah back in the I, day like blowing up gas stations and well, rhythm I didn't this. like Def Jam Icon I couldn't get into it well maybe well maybe Fight for New York was the one I liked okay yeah like, I, I mean, didn't play that one so like Icon I did not like at all well the thing about them like I, I really liked it is it, it when what's funny is like Mortal Kombat's like totally straight up stole it because this is the first time I remember playing it, it was like 
they had environmental attacks mm-hmm. where like you would kind of push somebody up against them, you know, and a wall and then there'd be a button prompt. And next thing you know, you're grabbing a fire extinguisher off the wall and beating them with it, yeah. you know, and then like Mortal Kombat and, and uh, you know, DC versus Mortal Kombat. And what, yeah. what, what is it? Uh, is, it not, is it not infamous? What the fuck is uh, Injustice? Injustice. Oh, yeah. Okay. Injustice had like the, you know, like uh, environmental stuff that, you mm-hmm. know, like totally. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, they did that years ago in the Def Jam games. I, I will say, and I mean, this kind of sounds dumb because it's it's a big product, but I'm kind of still always amazed that the Dragon Age games are not bigger than they are. And not yeah. just within our group. I'm always kind of amazed that you guys don't give a shit about the Dragon Age games. But once they put it on EA Access, you know, on the Xbox One, yeah. I'll definitely go back. Okay. I just... Well, Origin, the the last one is. the Not Origin, but um, the Inquisition. Inquisition is. Is. Yeah. yeah, I... I'm kind of weird in that I want to play oh, through you the other play two it. first. Okay. Yeah. They are connected and yeah. they do have story beats that tie together. But I, I just, I don't know for like as much acclaim that Mass Effect got, which is totally justified. Don't get oh, me yeah. wrong. I love Mass Effect. It just seemed like, okay, here's medieval Mass Effect. Cause it's kind of is the mm-hmm. same template. I mean, yeah. Dragon Age two was a kind of a pile of shit because it was so rushed, but you know, I, I just think that whole like narrative driven dialogue choice storyline, multiple choice ending. Yeah. Your 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 party can just get fucking decimated and that's it. You're stuck with that. I, I think there's just like I mean, as I've said before, I think there's just a certain level of burnout on fantasy based games. Yeah. Um and uh, this is coming from a guy who doesn't like that. Like before sure. Game of Thrones was just like fuck everything about fantasy dragon bullshit. Yeah, yeah but I mean I think also like Mass Effect Hundred percent. I mean, I granted. I understand they're they're they're, they're funny little story beats and things like that where mm-hmm. they go wacky from mm-hmm. time to time. But like Dragon Age, right off the bat, is like you're having a conversation just fucking covered in rat. <laughs> yeah, <blood. laughs> I think that like kind of like takes away from the legitimacy of it. I don't know. I know it's I funny. It's I, just, I know it's funny. I just but, love when you have a battle and you're just covered with blood, and then everyone just is powwowing with each other, just yeah, like, chatting it up, like, "Hey, what do you guys want to do now? Let's hit the tavern." Like, yeah. Would you? Would shit. you like a hanky, perhaps? <laughs> yeah, just maybe like, you want to wipe your nah. face. <laughs> nope. <laughs> you have any diseases there are in that? <laughs> nah, we're gonna yeah. be okay here. <laughs> All right, moving on. All right, uh, Julian in the chat says, uh, "Hey guys, last minute chat question." Okay. You mentioned uh, during the break that you're bully on VR, but you're hesitant to make take the plunge. What will it take to change that? New models, cheaper? Um, hundred percent cheaper. Because like, <laughs> I mean, because like, I, I want to go PC with it because mm-hmm. it feels like you're 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 buying into the future if if VR sticks around. Whereas PR, PSVR is like, yeah, if we come out with a PS5, fuck this thing. Yeah, you know. I, I know there will be upgraded headsets and like, oh, this one does 4K now or whatever on the PC. But mm-hmm. y- you feel like not only are you buying into a platform that might last beyond it, but like it's there's a lot more content, you know, like the PSVR is, you know, Sony tomorrow could do what Microsoft did with the Kinect and just be like, fuck that thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's no more content for it. But there will always be something on the PC, even if it's yeah. homemade. You know, people have made literal virtual uh movie theaters just to take your media files and play them in a virtual movie theater mm-hmm. and that's 100 percent not on steam or anything you know it's just a thing out there that you can fuck around with yep so yeah, yeah but i mean i don't i i you know i i won't buy an oculus rift um mm-hmm. and the vive is too damn expensive 
Yeah. So yeah, because it seems like the Vive for it to really be worth using, you have to have your your lighthouse set up and the controllers. Yeah. You know, with the motion controllers, mm-hmm. and so I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, that, I mean, and me, it's I I just I don't know if I can do the whole like immersion thing mm-hmm. these days. If I lived alone, sure, mm-hmm. you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't have a problem with it, but I don't like being cut off from the world to that extent you know Mm -hmm. you know having a thing over your head that's covering your ears and your eyes is kind of i don't know it it, i don't like it but for me the biggest thing honestly down the line is going to be getting rid of all the goddamn cords yeah because there's a lot of cords for you know I i think the oculus needed like three usb ports i believe and you know it's like come on that's Come on. Yeah. <laughs> That's too many. Yeah. Like I said, I mean, it's to me, it's all very cool. I just, I don't know that it's right. Well, it's theoretically it's ready because there are things out there and they work well now. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't like lawnmower man graphics anymore. Yeah, this is course. like real graphics. Yeah. Um, so like it's theoretically ready. It's just, there's not a plug and play here at hundred percent works. The PSVR is the closest to that. And all we have are, essentially tech demos for yeah. games you know no I, one... I think that's the big thing yeah. is there just aren't enough there isn't enough software that oh there's plenty on the pc it. but i mean oh, that, yeah. like i said you're you're taking the initial plunge and spending all the money not to mention the the powerful machine you have to have to run it so like i said the the psvr is plug and play easy but the content's underwhelming to say the least yeah all right last one we got mm-hmm. is from pierre whose name of this email is if you could go back in time boy the things i'd do if i wow well okay (laughs) says hey guys greetings from canada (laughs) i have a couch and you're all welcome to come crash on it and play this series of games this past weekend i revisited the xbox slash ps2 era time splitters games Mm. time splitters 2 and time splitters future perfect Mm -hmm. while graphically they have aged quite a bit they are still (laughs) really fun games that look pretty good and are fun to pick up and a little bit of play for those unfamiliar with the games you travel through time trying to battle aliens who threaten to end humanity pretty Mm -hmm. cliche but it gets good you go to different eras each a throwback to some great video game and movie moments between the two games you visit a great throwback to a dam in russia during the cold war to stop the commies Mm -hmm. goldeneye 64 style and zombies a particularly hilarious opening cutscene starts this level and game an old school Star Trek inspired space stage with some good Futurama Zap Brannigan style dialogue, a sort of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Slayer related level, assorted levels that are throwbacks to the Untouchables, Aliens, Ghost in the Shell, Indiana Jones, The Terminator, and so on. A jump to a James Bond style secret agent in the 60s who also is a hippie trying to stop a crazy person from taking over the world and so much more. The games were very meta. They knew the material was goofy and they had fun with it, even setting up a hilarious time loop in Future Perfect where you keep running into yourself. With great dialogue and cutscenes, a fun shooter, it really is. This doesn't include a plethora of sort of side missions where, for example, you fight the characters from the Terminator throwback as a guy wearing a box covered in tinfoil who thinks he's a robot, appropriately told, but where do the batteries go? And then there's the multiplayer, which for its time was revolutionary in its customization, including map making functions, the ability to use AI bots, and a great soundtrack. Has some pretty cool game modes, including Monkey Assistant, with monkeys who assist the last place player. Is a thing, and it is hilariously fun. That sounds pretty awesome. These games were made by some of the folks behind the original GoldenEye game and Perfect Dark. 
I highly recommend it if you haven't tried it, especially as they're older and you can probably find them on the cheap. But for those who have played it, thoughts? Of note, you can actually play Bits of Time Splitters 2 in Homefront the Revolution as an Easter egg. Mm-hmm. Have a great day, your friend up north, Pierre. I You've sold me on the Time Splitters games. I I'll say that. I never played those. Like I yeah. 100% missed them. And actually, I was when I went, whoof, I was thinking, what was... There was like a fighting game that was time something. It was real shitty. Like... Oh, like Time Stoppers or something yeah. like that? Fighting game? I want to say it was a fighting game where like it was early. Time like, Splitter. No, that's Time Splitter. Yeah, that's what I don't remember. <laughs> you, know, so you know like what I'm confusing it with, though? It was like yeah. it was like PS1, like almost, you know, virtual fighter style blocky people or something. Mm-hmm. It was Time Something. Yeah. Yeah. My brain's going. But either way, like that sounds great. That, I don't know if there's any way to play them now. And there was one of them PS1 there were PS1 PS2 there's one on the original Xbox I think I played one on the GameCube I played a ton of it I don't remember which one it was um but yeah they've always been they were always like super fast super smooth crazy shooter you know that that was the time where everyone was making golden eye knockoffs mm-hmm. um and now no one makes any of those games <laughs> Those just don't exist. Yeah. Um, yeah. God. Yeah. That that monkey mode sounds awesome. Yeah, it sounds pretty good. I'm looking up the franchise now just to say. I mean, there there were people who ha- there's been clamoring for that stuff for years. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Free Radical was the name of the the mm-hmm. uh, studio. Yeah, they're they're one of those that like someone mentions free radical or time splitters and people are always like, Oh man, those mm-hmm. games were great. And I'm thinking of time killers. Oh. That was an old like Genesis ah. well, Genesis slash arcade era thing. Okay. Wow, there was a Time Splitters four on three sixty PS three and Wii. Time Splitters on the original PS two, Time Splitters two on PS two, GameCube and Xbox. Okay, that okay. Must have time been Splitters one. Future Perfect on PS two, GameCube and Xbox, which was a very late um PS2 game. Yeah, it was like yeah. it was in 2005. Okay. I, I, I deem that to be like okay to probably go back to. I was I was afraid if it was a PS1 game, you can't go back to PS1. Yeah, I mean the Xbox version should probably still look pretty good, although they're the hardest to probably play now because you absolutely have to have an original Xbox. Yeah, there's still no emulation. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, did the 360 not have emulation? It, it did. Certain games. It didn't have much, and it was always janky as fuck. Oh, okay. I just yeah. I don't know. That like I, I, I remember Psychonauts. My guy turned teal. Yeah. Like Raz was entirely teal. Yeah. Every game. game had their weird bullshit thing. Like in this game, you won't you won't see any water. Oh. No. <laughs> it's there. You just won't yeah, see it. It certainly it because they were emulating a completely different yeah. system. It was at least now and they never like, did anything. They, with they it. straight up built a 360 shell in there yeah. and are using that so yeah, that's something yeah, yeah time splitters it would be great if there was some kind of like hell even if they just put them together in some kind of package and put those out there yeah but you know? with, with the studio shut down I guess Crytek bought them oh well yeah. then fuck <laughs> that yeah. shit forget it that shit's doomed because Crytek's fucking doomed huh Crytek like Far Cry yeah why why are they doomed oh they what happened to the what happened to the Far Cry's? Well, Far well, no, Cry is the, is the I don't know if Primal didn't do no, particularly but well. But those are Ubisoft now, aren't they? Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know they, Ubisoft, they're all Crisis and 
Yeah, like Crytek made Rise. Did they? Yeah. Yeah. And oh yeah, that's right. And they've yeah, been, they've been tanking ever since. Like they their whole thing is like they can't pay their employees, haven't played paid them for months, that kind of thing. Okay. That's been going on forever. Yeah. Um it's it's tough to keep a series uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's tough to keep a studio going. Yes. That studio also made Haze, if you remember that one, which was terrible. That was when like where the guys ran on nectar oh, or whatever. Oh god, yes. Ugh. I believe Haze. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Nectar. Sorry. <laughs> it was bad. Although Haze, that was around the time where there were a bunch of those kind of games like yeah. Fracture. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all like these shooters with super weird mechanics to them. Like you would have a gravity gun or some sort of weird. Yeah. Like was Fracture the one where you just like could make like the ground go. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, you could either expand or retract the ground, mm-hmm. <laughs> which was basically just taking the plane in the game and just lowering it or rising it. Yeah. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> and technically probably a huge pain in the ass. Yeah. Like to make work yeah. properly. Yeah. Because it was like, I can't jump up there. Well, let me just raise the ground a bunch. Yeah. Okay, now I'll just jump right up there. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Uh, thanks for the emails, guys. Yeah. If you want to send us emails in the future, mm-hmm. you can email to talk at net, or you can still do where my skull at net. Always. the location of my skull. It'll get there. Uh, check us out, nocorders.net. Uh, check us out on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, slash net. And uh, if you like what we do and want to chip in an extra couple bucks, uh, we have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash BMFcast, which is our larger site. So it's easier to get to that. You get a free bonus podcast. Uh, we've been a little lax on uh, the bonus BS because we just haven't had. We've had recording issues for one and just haven't had good material for two. Mm-hmm. But we're trying to get that out. But you guys also have a bonus podcast that you do early. Yeah. Which There's is always going to be something. Yeah, which is covering the Amityville stuff right now. Right. And we're working on more stuff in the pipe. So. Yeah. There's always going to be some kind of bonus something. Yeah. So. Yeah. And and really, you get a free podcast for a buck. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You'd spend more playing Battle Pod. Yeah. That's true. Yep. See? <laughs> but anyway, thanks for listening. Absolutely. Are you guys ready to get out of here? I think we should. All right. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.